This is the Monty Show, the truth in sports talk streaming. When you want unbiased opinions about your favorite team without the spin, all you have to do is find the Monty Show, streaming live and available 24 hours a day, seven days a week on YouTube. And now, here's Monty. Hey, hey, the Monty Show, live on your YouTube machine. How the heck are you? As always, the Monty Show presented by our good friends at The Advocates, theadvocates.com. The best injury attorneys in the business. And you guys, again, they just love the communities that they serve. As one of the biggest injury attorney law firms in the country, they have such a reach and they are trying to help families that are struggling to provide the holidays in their own homes. There's their memo address on the screen. Advocates donations. Advocates donations. Just send them $5. If you have a million dollars, send it. $5 is great. In the uh, description box on Venmo, just put Monty Thanksgiving. That money goes directly to uh, Heroes of Hope who are providing Thanksgiving and the holidays for those less fortunate. Heroes of Hope and the advocates working in our communities. Send them five bucks. Anything you have makes a difference. Advocates donations at Venmo. Uh, Happy Friday to you. Don't forget we will be off next week as we... uh, Celebrate the Thanksgiving holiday in Hawaii. Super stoked. But before we talk about that, we have got a ton of football to talk about today. And I wonder your thoughts on the significance of the week that was in college football, because I think this was a transformative week. I truly think there are very few weeks that change the history of college football forever. And this week certainly was one of them. The precedent that was set Uh, by the Big Ten with the suspension of Jim Harbaugh. Uh, The Pac-12, Pac-2, Oregon State, Washington State being knocked out of the college football playoff. The Pac-12 having its AQ removed by the college football playoff committee. The hopes and dreams of so many fans seem to have gone by the wayside. And I think it is not lost. And most of us that follow college football, that this week changed the game of college football forever. And I look at this Michigan situation. We are talking about one of the leading favorites to win the national championship, being without their coach now for half of their games. And I think there is a very significant chance that because of this ruling this week and Michigan's decision not to go to court and not try to prove in front of a judge that they have been wronged by the Big Ten, I think that puts Jim Harbaugh out of college football forever. And Jake, I wonder, do you agree? Have we seen Jim Harbaugh coach his last game at Michigan? I think there's a great chance of that. I think that, you know, we're already seeing the, you know, the tweets and the speculation that Jim Harbaugh is going to draw interest from the NFL. Um, And I think if you're Jim Harbaugh, there's a lot of reasons for you to just kind of hit the eject button, leave the situation, run from accountability. Why deal with it when you can run from it? You know, and and that to me, you know, might be the biggest indicator or reason why he may be done coaching college football. And ultimately, you know, if you're Jim Harbaugh, you know that you're probably getting the show cause order. You know that you're probably not going to be able to work in college football for at least a season, uh, you know, after right. this season ends. So you just have a lot of incentive to go and find other work and there's always opportunity in the league for for guys who you know are even somewhat respected so 
there's no question he could get work in the NFL. I just think if it for Jim Harbaugh, it's a philosophical thing. Do I want to prove a point and stay and you know continue to be you know Mister All American at Michigan and continue to play that card, or do I want to move along? Do I want to get to the league and and sort of just put this behind me? And, you know, like I said the other day, like ride off into the sunset, work five, seven years in the league, get paid and and go on with my business. See, but I, I think the, the greater conversation here is how much power is held by whom. And I look at the move that the NCAA made here because I, I also think the statement from Michigan yesterday where they they talked about, you know, how the Big Ten closed its investigation. The Big Ten never did an investigation. That's the part of this that I think so many people have fallen hook, line, and sinker for with, with Michigan. We could sit here and bloviate about how, you know, the Big Ten said this or Michigan did that. The bottom line is the Big Ten worked very closely with the NCAA and got a lot of information from the NCAA about this sign-stealing situation. And I, I think it's very interesting that the Big Ten was so quick to act here. I think they did the right thing. Don't get me wrong by, by saying that. But it's interesting who holds the power now because the coaches and the players seem to have very little power and very little, I, I don't know, a recourse, if you will. I'm just curious how all of this will play down the road for the next Jim Harbaugh, for the next guy who finds himself in the middle of a controversy. Now, obviously, the elephant in the conversation is, well, hey, Jim Harbaugh clearly broke the rules. Um, and and there's no doubt in my mind anyway that justice was served to a certain extent, at least to the reach that the Big Ten has. But I think as we go down the road, this move by the Big Ten certainly changed the way we look at discipline in college football. And I, I was laying in bed only wearing boxer shorts this morning, which I tell you for no reason whatsoever, but I just wanted you to have some perspective and maybe <laughs> paint a picture. Let's move on. My point is, my point is, when I was thinking about this this morning, I feel like this Jim Harbaugh situation has completely changed the way that we will go about business in college football, the way that we will handle scandals. At what juncture will people be disciplined? And I think when the evidence is so overwhelmingly clear about what Jim Harbaugh and Michigan did with this sign-stealing case. And again, all of our beliefs were reinforced by one single point, that Michigan never denied the accusations. Never, not one time has Michigan said, we didn't do this, this wasn't us, you're mistaken. They never did that. The fact that they had their boy on the bench ready to hear this case this morning about this temporary restraining order, and I think this is a really important point. When you look at the fact that the judge who was going to hear this case and the two prior judges who were set to rule in this case recused themselves, kicked it to the next one, kicked it to the next one. They were all Michigan alums. They were all Michigan law alums, which means they got their undergraduate at Michigan, their, their JD at Michigan law. Two of the three were lecturers. One was a professor. You're looking at a situation where a judge this morning would be hearing from Jim Harbaugh and Michigan, and he's a guy, that judge, who played football at Michigan, is a graduate, is a lawyer from the Michigan Law School, is a lecturer at Michigan Law, and you still didn't want to stand in front of him. Part of it is that, and, and I think the point was very well made by a lawyer friend of mine, 
it's very different for you to stand in front of the gathered media at a, at a press conference and say, I am, I am being a victim. It's very difficult for Jim Harbaugh to stand up in front of a judge, be sworn in to give testimony, and then say, I didn't do this, I didn't know. That's Jim Harbaugh putting himself on the record and potentially perjuring himself. Don't and, lie to and me. And I think that was a very big deal. So again, I'm telling you, the way we discipline people in college football completely changed over this Michigan situation. Absolutely, and I think that, you know, the the Pac-2 situation uh, and the Michigan thing are somewhat connected in the sense that, you know, if you're going to be, you know, in college football, you can no longer truly afford to just have scandal after scandal, whether it's the conference level the the institution level or the the head coaching level i i think that you know you you look at just how easily the the pac-12 melted down from a business sense and this michigan thing is not good for business the mel tucker situation is not good for business the pat fitzgerald situation is not good for business yet somehow the big 10 continues to just rake in the cash and obviously that deal was done before all this happened but you get my point. This isn't the Big Ten's first rodeo with some massive scandal in their conference. And unfortunately for Tony Petiti, his tenure as Big Ten commissioner has been riddled with scandal after scandal so far. And I'm not yeah. even saying that that's his fault. I'm simply saying that he's been more busy with keeping the conference as clean as possible rather than, you know, growing its business acumen. And I think that's a that's a unfortunate position to be put in. But this week, uh, I agree, definitely changed college football. And I also think it shouldn't be lost on us that both of these cases were in court. The Pac-12 is at the Supreme Court of the state of Washington. Let, let that sink in. The Supreme Court of the state of Washington is going to make a ruling that is going to change the face and the direction of college football. And I think it's ridiculous. I, I mean, I, I just don't know at what point does the focus ever get back to what's going on on the field? How much, if you're a Michigan fan, how much does the Maryland game matter versus Jim Harbaugh coaching ever again at Michigan? Uh, I don't think the Maryland game matters at all if you're a Michigan because fan. Because none of this is about football anymore. All of this is about who said what and what can we spin. And I just think... I, I, I don't even. I guess I'm just complaining to complain. I'm a dog howling at the moon. I, I don't know. Yeah, but, but I, I think it's it's more about what they didn't say. I mean, you ran from this this hearing today. And, you did. And, you did. And, and I truly believe it's because they know that they would have perjured themselves or been dishonest under oath. And I think you just can't do that. Yeah, and I'm glad to see that. I'm glad to see that the ESPNs of the world are calling them out for it because ultimately. You know, you, you know, Michigan a week ago was like, yeah, we're ready to go to war. We're ready to, you know, we're ready to die on this hill. We're, we're, you know, we're, we're ready. We're not ducking any smoke in this situation. And I think in a week where I, I, I think we have probably what half a dozen games that are of massive consequence in college football, it's week 12. I mean, you're looking at a situation where any number of these games, like Pete Thamel reporting that Missouri is going to be without, uh, Tyron Hoopers. They're without their two best linebackers now. Like I, I look at 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 the way that these games are going to play out, and I look at situations like in Oregon, Arizona State, or like there's big games of consequence, and we're talking about court cases instead of football games. And, and I don't know. I, I guess I just it, I I reached my breaking point 
And I, I was very proud of myself yesterday. I want you all to know this. Uh-huh. I was very proud of myself for not losing my mind on the fact that Michigan laid down at the 11th hour. That's what right? Like you're like, seriously, you're finally getting your case in front of a judge who again is ya boy. And you laid down, you surrendered, you quit. And that just really, all right, we're going to move on here. I wanted Jimmy Harbaugh in his khakis in court, trying to, trying to tell a judge that he knew nothing about this. I wanted that. And for everybody who said, well, there's no evidence that Jim Harbaugh knew anything, then why didn't he go to court and fight for himself? That'd be America's team. Right? Like, you're America's team. Why didn't... And I look at this situation in the Pac-12, and it's the exact same thing. You, If you are the 10 exiting members of the Pac-12, you know you don't have a leg to stand on. You did the same thing, but when it was your time to have those same actions applied to you, oh, it's completely wrong and a gross miscarriage um, of justice. I've got to go to um, the Supreme Court. Um, so you got your day in court and you couldn't make an argument. You lost. Well, we're going to appeal it up to the Supreme Court. You know, All of a sudden your argument's going to, what, were you saving your best for the Supreme Court? There's no different apparently. argument. There's no different argument for them to make. Yet we're just wasting time because you don't like when the rules are applied to Doesn't you. get any more red, white, and blue than that. Right? Like, you don't like the rules being applied to. Who am I talking to? Jim Harbaugh or the Pac-12? Both of them. It's it's um, just so, it, it's so apropos, I guess. I, I don't know. I just. And then you're going to say, oh, it's about the kids. I'm taking this suspension, like in Michigan's statement. It's about the kids. We can return the focus to the football field. My ass it is, dude. It's all about you trying to be the victim in the public spotlight and then not wanting to take accountability. So ultimately, ultimately, there the this will be remembered as a case where Michigan got caught with their hand in the cookie jar and and was disciplined for it not not once, not twice, but then three times after the NCAA comes through. Well, at least since their hands were in the cookie jars, they have plenty of vacuums to, to pick up the crumb. Vacuum. Anyway. Damn. See what I, See what va- he did there? Because Connor, Connor Stallion was running the, a, a vacuum business with that little guy, Balake Corum. The, the, you know, you know the, the little the, guy. The, the porch, the HOA. Vacuums are my thing. Like Blake Corum, the exact same thing. Not, And I'm not particularly because look at the vacuums on the science stealer guy. Yeah. They're trying to get inside the house, you know, to in the irony in this picture is incredible. You guys understand that's like a $70,000 truck sitting in, <laughs> in front of a pile of vacuums. But again, like Blake Corum, Blake Corum standing in front of the media and saying, Oh, thank you. <laughs> okay. Where's your lawyer? Tough guy. Look, little man, I understand you're trying to play football, you know, yeah. Tyler, but are you really telling me, Blake Corum, that you haven't? I mean, you're the victim of fraud. I hope it won't come to that. I mean, my lawyer's on it. We're in a control position. I'm not really sure why I'm hitting my chest, but, but he, he, like, oh, my lawyer's on it. Like, he stood in front of the media. Oh, my lawyer's on it. He's got it. Oh, bless up. Thank you so Thank much. You. A contract sort of surfaced on social media tonight mm-hmm. that's linking you with Connor is what? what? Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. My first time hearing it uh, was when I went out to practice. And uh, first of all, I have no businesses with him. I don't have any business with Connor, anything like that. Uh, but I'm glad whoever found it, whoever uh, was searching the web, was able to find that. I appreciate you. Uh, 
I appreciate you. So you're, you're yeah. I just I'm fed up with the the BS and the say one thing to the media, then say nothing behind closed doors. That's can, what they do. Can you just be a football player, little dude, and and stop like no? Because if what he said there is true, Connor Stallions committed multiple felonies, forgery, uh, wire fraud, interstate commerce, like all the. Where's your lawyer? Where's the FBI? Where's where are the warrants? Where are you, you know like are the are the are the vacuums on the porch you know prepared uh, you um, know to turn in March against you know Connor Stallions the um, the interstate felon that you proclaim him to be. Wonder if he took that truck across state lines. Come on, and it's like Jim McElwain, you know, like the the head coach at Central Michigan. I, I think I've just reached my breaking point with this bullshit. Fine like Steeler in, guy. In all serious, like you're gonna stand up there, Jim McElwain. No, we have no idea who he is. And, and you gotta understand, Jim McElwain was and his coaching staff at Central Michigan all worked at the University of Michigan with Connor Stallions. They know who he is. Now, before we go any farther, um, We've obviously are aware of a uh, picture floating around so with the the uh, the sign stealer guy. Um. The uh, uh, <laughs> uh, you know the, the sign stealer guy. And pardon me, uh, it, it um, uh, you know. I, I just am at the point where it, it, I'm just enough I, is I'm enough, broken. dude. I'm so broken. Enough is enough, dude. You're not dying. You're not dying. The vacuums still work. Like the integrity of college football is dead. Yeah, at your hands, jackass. That music gets me every time. Last time I checked, you were the one trying to trick everybody. All right, before we get to the games, let's get your comments in here. As always, brought to you by our good friends at Bucked Up, the official energy drink of the Monty Show. Um, I tell you every single day, friends, that you've got to hit the buck shot. Now, normally we do this at 4.30 in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. But today... Since some of us are making others of us golf alone this afternoon. Well, see, you didn't share um, the fact that you were golfing this afternoon, Okay, dude. you're going to Hawaii today. No, and, tomorrow. To tomorrow. Well, you're leaving, your journey begins. Your, no, that's tomorrow. Today, you're driving to Las Vegas to go to Hawaii. Um, but I will have to be, you know, enjoying a round of golf on my own by myself. Whatever, dude. Because certain people chose the other gender over me. Whatever. And I it's don't fine. break rules. It, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> okay. Um... Uh, but what we will be doing is hit the buckshot, 200 milligrams of naturally sourced caffeine. And a lot of people have been asking me, what, do this, what does that mean, naturally sourced caffeine? What it means is a lot of energy shots and just about every other energy shot on the market, pick your, pick your poison, quite literally. Um, they use chemical reactions to create the same impact as caffeine. When you use naturally sourced caffeine, it is natural ingredients giving your body energy. That's the bottom line. At Bucked Up, they use elite ingredients to make an elite product that does exactly what it says it'll do. At Bucked Up, maybe it's early and you're struggling to get going. Pop a buckshot. You're going to feel more energetic, but your brain's going to get a natural lift because they combine natural source caffeine with brain food. 
Folks, hook it up in the description below. Go get six free buckshots, six free samples of buckshot. Try all the different flavors. I'm a blue raz and watermelon guy. So to you, I say cheers this morning, my friends. Put them in the fridge because they're so good cold. And now watch for the next two hours. We're going to roll with lots of energy. Thanks to our friends at Bucked Up. And again, if you guys need, um, today's the last day of their Black Friday sale. Everything on the website's 50% off. Go hook it up. Use the promo code SPORTS50. The best pre-workouts are Bucked Up's pre-workouts are award-winning. All their whey protein isolates, their collagen peptides, their greens. It's all good at BuckedUp.com. Let's see. Who is the first one in this morning? Got to go out. Buffalo Hunter. Okay. The first one in. What's up? He says, oh, and I'm first. Exactly right. Uh, Tanner Plummer being a red ass. Old Greg. Hello, old Greg. Congrats on uh, first, Mr. Hunter. It, for those of you who are new to the show, there's a competition every day to be the first one and the last one to comment on the show. Dakota Tubbs, dude, bad news for your Missouri Tigers, I would point out. Uh, Pete Thamel this morning reporting that... Uh, Tyron Hooper will not play against Florida tomorrow night. Uh, Chad Bailey also out. So Missouri's starting to feel the uh, the lumps. Uh, Lopes fan Gabe, what's up? Lopes up, Gabe. Good to see you. Uh, hit the like button, casuals. Yes, please hit the like button. It helps the channel grow. Uh, OG Gary says, since there's uh, no death penalty, then yeah, they're fine. Yeah, death penalty no longer exists. Um, what's up, Jeremy Severe? Tanner Plummer says, all right, time for more Harbaugh bashing. Let's go. It's not really Harbaugh bashing. I'm just at that point, and I wonder if you guys are in the same place in the comment section. Like, I'm just at a, a spot where I'm fed up with the, the BS. You got caught as red-handed as one can be. Just own it. And, and you did, but not until you bloviated, you insulted, and question the ethics and the integrity of the Big Ten. You said you're going to court. You're a victim. We've had Michigan fans all over the internet wearing the never surrender picture with with a picture of Jim Harbaugh on their t-shirts. And then he promptly surrendered like, come on, you guys, what are we doing? What are we doing? Uh, Dakota Tubbs, Michigan's all hat, no khakis. Facts. Exactly right. That college football guy says an early start today. This should be interesting indeed. Indeed. Uh, William Bailey, good to see you. Mike Smith, what's up, Mountain Mama? Wielding fury second to none for far too vile to confine. Born of fire. Okay. Uh, Listen, okay, Mr. Lord of the Rings. Let's get it, Slayers. Cam Harrison, what's up, Cam? Good to see you, my friend. OG Gary, Jake looks mad checked out. He's already in yeah, Hawaii. Dude, I mean, just give me just give me a flower shirt and let's go about our business, dude. I mean, come I on. am, I will admit, like this week. I've been trying on all of my fluorescent golf attire and like, I'm ready. I'm to, bringing the shirt, dude. I'm ready. It's I'm, you know, those shirts that fit, but they're, they, can you measure it? You're just not ready to wear it in public. Uh-huh. I have this beautiful pink golf shirt with black palm trees on it. My wife's like, Oh, honey, 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 honey. It, looks, it looks so good. Honey. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not ready to wear that yet. No. Not, but I am on short-timer no. syndrome. I'm checked out as well. 
Uh, early morning show, Jake is ready to get on a plane and take a nap. Facts, facts, dude. Absolute facts. Titus, how are you? Coach Hairballs would have perjured himself today. I think he would have. They were Honest never to God. in danger of winning anything today. I would agree with that. I think if Jim Harbaugh, um, if, you know, I mean, pick Ward Manuel, pick your guy who would have testified in this. There was supposed to be a hearing going on this morning. Dude, you can't even be honest about how you found out about a suspension on an airplane. Do you really think that you're going to walk into court and make a strong case but as to why you shouldn't be punished? Michigan was supposed to be in court against the Big Ten this morning trying to get a temporary restraining order so that Jim Harbaugh could coach the rest of the season. In that in that hearing, Jim Harbaugh went up there and he was like, I'm going to testify because I want the truth out there. <coughs> and if he had testified, I think he would have lied and he would have perjured himself. Mm. And I think that's why they dropped it. I truly do. We did what we did. Krakenhawk. The Monty Show has become such a big part of my day. I don't know what I'm going to do next week when you're on vacation. Enjoy your well-earned vacation, guys. I appreciate you. Oh, Monty! Uncle Monty, come back! Oh, have a my time for me, fat ass! By the way, you can get in the members-only group and see all the stuff we do in Hawaii. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but we will be posting all of our all of our Hawaii stuff in our members only group on Instagram, so you guys can share in the uh, golfing at Turtle Bay. Yeah, I cannot wait. Super stoked. Mike uh, Smith, see Gary Patterson was on the radio show and said he has an itch to get back into coaching as a head coach. He deserves to be a head coach, and I think he will be a head coach. V wonderful defensive mind, but. We'll see. Robert Kaufman, let's get something straight. Six days of penalties is a slap on the wrist. It truly is. Completely agree. It's not a penalty. Which is still why it's mind-blowing that they they chose to do this whole us-against-the-world campaign over you know what now amounts to a six-day suspension. But he's not losing any pay. You guys understand that, right? Jim Harbaugh, they're not docking his pay for missing... <laughs> You're a head football coach who can't coach half of your team's games. That's the mind-blowing thing. Half. Dude, the Big Ten, and nobody is saying this, but I think it's an amazing observation. And we were saying Dude, this. Dude, the Big Ten is just doing damage control here. The Big Ten's not trying to chop Jim's head off. The Big Ten has no interest in kneecapping Michigan. Dude, the Big Ten needs Michigan to be good on the football field. The Big Ten needs Michigan in the college football playoff. So the Big Ten, to your point earlier, the Big Ten wasn't out here with a whole team of like 100 people digging through your files in the back office. That's not what the Big Ten did. Yeah. The Big Ten said, hey, that's the NCAA, and their evidence has put us in a position where publicly we got to make it look like we're outraged by what you've done. So we're going to keep paying you. But here's a three-day suspension so that we can roll out a marketing campaign as to why, you know, you needed to be disciplined. Sean Rollins, uh, what's up with you? Good to see you, Sean Rollins, the newest member of the Monty Let's go, show. baby. Let's go. For $1.99 a month, you guys, you hit join. Uh, you get all your comments highlighted, uh, and we always read our member comments first. Uh, for $10 a month, you get into our members-only Instagram chat, and it is well worth it. James Knight's going to bitch and moan about everything that everybody says, because, well, that's just who he is. Um, <coughs> couldn't help yourself. Couldn't help myself. You, you just, 
it, we could have gotten through. We're only doing, you know, we're not even doing like eight hours a show today. We're, you know, less exposure today. And I'm sure James is here, and I love you, James. Go, go after him, not me. I didn't stir the pot, okay? James is our Australian ambassador to the show. and Yeah, our koala king. Yeah, he owes us beer that he's never going to buy us. Dude, like nothing, uh, you know, nothing. What? Koala king? Right Stay off the hard. top of my head, dude. Koala king. Okay, but, <laughs> dude, I don't. What you do behind closed doors is up to you. Okay, I, that's that's your thing. So join the membership. Get into our members only group. We have a great group of dudes. Um, it is. It, it truly has been one of the amazing parts of the last year is growing our. You know, we just we started memberships less than a year ago, um, and it's just been great to see everybody embracing each other. The friendships we we know business deals that have been consummated in our group. Like it's just. It's really been fun. So get in uh, and uh, share in our members only group. Matt Ritson is Connor used uh, is Connor used Hoover or Eureka clean big messes. He uses the Eureka to clean up the big messes um, Fine that Steeler he guy. created on his own. Sure. Who the other day we were doing this story and I could not think of a Hoover or a Eureka like I could the a only Bissell. I couldn't think of Bissell. I could only think of Shark. And I can't even remember the How other How long one. until Sign Stealer guy sells that house? How long until, yeah, Sign Stealer guy does something? I don't know what. Who? He has been oddly quiet and justifiably so. Because him speaking does nobody any good, if we're being honest. And by the way, if you're Sign Stealer guy, dude, you took the fall for this whole thing, or you tried to. And now they've handed out a three-day suspension and you lost your job. Are you not at least a little salty about that? Like, am I, I the only I one think, sitting here saying, like, dude, like, you're the only one that really lost anything here? I think you would be. Connor Stallions is truly the only guy that's been punished here. You were suspended, and then you resigned, <laughs> and you'll never work in college sports again. Right? Michigan comes out. Yeah, we didn't fire him. He uh, he, he, stepped, he stepped away from the program. We, what? We would never fire him. Come Nothing on, happened here. Program. Uh, Robert Kaufman says NCAA and Big Ten are feckless and impotent. I don't know about all that, dude. Feckless and impotent. Okay. Uh, Big Ten football bought you by Viagra. Um, Mike Smith got a nice day plan. Trip to barber, head shave, and beard trim. You know, you're getting old when something like that excites you. You know, that's dawned on me a lot. A nice day now is 18 holes on the golf course, a little barber visit, and then, you know, kicking the feet up to watch some football. Some personal time with a koala in your bedroom. Yeah, yeah we get the it. Cack. Uh OG Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Do we know if JJ McCarthy's gonna tweet out cover after his oh. bet tweet? <laughs> that's yeah, my guy, that's the Gary. other thing. Do you realize that you roped in Tom Brady into this thing with bets? <laughs> out of here like you're they're just it's so annoying to me right like it, it's so terrible jack harrington says hi guys jack good to see you northeast ohio blast the state fam greetings from hocking hills state park uh okay is that in ohio or is that like a rest stop or is that actually a state park i've never heard or of is hocking that in hills. boise now i'm gonna have to look it up okay look it up yeah, dude you know god Hills. <laughs> it's in Logan, Ohio. Okay, Ohio. Hocking Hills State Park. Ooh, and it looks beautiful, too. Wow. You got any golf courses around there, dude? <laughs> no, there's rivers and waterfalls. Okay, so water hazards. Water hazards, right? You want to... Ooh. <laughs> wow, that's beautiful. That looks like Starved Rock in Illinois. It does. 
One of my first ever hikes was Starved Rock State Park, where my abusive jerk-off parents took me and made me <laughs> hike. And I'll never forget. They're not abusive at all. Uh, they, they made us go hiking. And I will never forget that I had the most uncomfortable shoes on for hiking. And I must have been 10 years old. Mm. My entire heel, the skin fell off my entire heel. Oh. Because I had the wrong shoes oh, on to go hiking. that is gnar, dude. I think that's hip one. I remember that. And we we did the whole family truckster trip when I was a kid <laughs> where you drove from. I grew up in Northbrook, northern suburbs of uh, Chicago. We lived in Northbrook. We drove all the way to Yosemite, the Bay Area, Auburn, you know. California, and back. We stopped at like every KOA campground, right? I just remember the sunburn I got at Yosemite was like the... Oh my God. I remember that. I can, I have vivid memories of pulling the skin off the top of oh, my ear. Oh, dude. That's what dude. I remember. My childhood. Dude, oh, bro. To third degree birds. It was brutal. I will never forget that piano music. Family truckster is one of the best things you've ever come up with. Yeah, it, it really was. It really was pretty remarkable. That, that, mm. You, did you go on vacation as a kid? Uh, well, yeah, we took you to Disneyland. Disneyland. Hawaii. Well, we went to Starved Rock. Starved Rock. Hawaii. 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 The Milwaukee Brewers game. You know. You mean things. Chicago Cubs North. Yes, especially now you. that we're, you know, we have Craig Council. Rick, Rick. You know. First of all, you're not a Cubs fan. Stop and, saying we. And we're going to sign Corbin Burns. There you go. Kim, <laughs> Kim Coulter, I'm on iPhone 15. Where the F do I get to? You? Uh, here we go. I, it's Let a, me see if they've updated it. Hold it's on. a problem on iOS. Update your YouTube app or try to. It's it's a thing on iOS where you... And Jake's looking now. He's got the... We're on iPhone. iPhone 15 Pro Max and Is stuff. Is it a 15? Now, yeah. yeah, it is yeah, a 15. 15. I was going to say 16. But I don't know that you can join on iPhone. Um, oh, I have to sign out. Hold on. Hold it's on. probably not, but who knows. Yeah. Uh, Gumby Fresh Out says first. If you're not first, you're last. Uh, Kevin the Destroyer. Damn, Gumby. Uh, Mike Smith. I think you have to go on a tablet or laptop, Kim. I think it's something to do with the iPhone OS. Yeah. It is. It is. They're, they said they were working on it, but I don't think they fixed it yet. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Ron Swansong, who's got the best avatar ever, the guy with the Michigan helmet on with, with binoculars strapped to the front. Virtual, uh, virtual golf course is awesome in the fall for Ohio. Why would you bring up virtual golf? Why would what you, you why would you hurt me like that? Dude, the meltdown yesterday was incredible. Yeah, Jake melted down because he couldn't cheat on virtual golf and got his ass kicked. That's out of the window. That didn't happen. Uh, Mike Smith, it's an effing Sam Squatch, Ricky. Yeah, we don't do Samsung garbage on this show, whether it's vacuums or phones. So yeah, we, iPhone only. I am okay. still mind blown that Samsung makes vacuums. Uh, let's see. Tanner Plummer, Jack Harrington, Connor in that movie will be back. I've been a rich man. I've been a poor man. Wait, I've never been a rich man. <laughs> wow. It's true. Okay. It's true. Okay. You know, um, William Bailey. Conky is buried in Hocking Hills. Who the is Conky? Yeah, what? Okay, look it up real quick. Look it up just real quick. Who, yeah, look who the f is that guy? Who is Conky? Conky. 47 inch safe and easy to use. Okay, I mean, a Canadian hockey team. You? A Canadian hockey term for sustaining a concussion. 
Okay, Conky in Hocking Hills. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Hocking uh, Hills, Ohio. Mike Smith, Metallic Green Family Truckster, Holiday Row. <laughs> Vacation. Uh, Mike Smith, Conky, Julian, my Patrick Swayze. Ju- okay. Uh, what the hell are we talking about here, dude? Ronald, not virtual golf. It's a legit course called the Virtues Golf, top-rated public course. Oh, the Virtues, the Virtues Golf. Does that mean you can't curse on the course, or what does okay. that mean? Yeah, I can't play there. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Jack Harrington, Blake Corum will be played by Michael B. Jordan in the Michigan movie. No, Michael B. Jordan's far too tall. You need to get one of the Oompa Loompas the little guy. from the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Vacuums are my thing. Move. Yeah, because the vacuum's taller than Blake is, so, you know. You know. Uh, Irick, do the appliances, including the vacuums, come with Connor Stallion's house? I mean, I'm sure he can make some concessions. No, I I think the bigger question is, you know, does the broken bed frame uh, in front of the house, is does that come with Connor Stallions if you buy his house. I mean, do you think the what is broken that? bed frame... Is that frame, a bed frame? Like, what is that Do you think in front that of his constitutes house? a fixture in the contract? You see, like, the moving dolly? Like, totally. I, Look at the AC unit on the left there. That thing's had seen better days. Yeah. That whole house... Look at the roof, bro. Look at that black crap on the roof. Like, you might want to get leaf guard gutters, sir. Like, what are we doing? Um... That they and you know the first thing I, and this is me as an '80s kid. You see the windows on the side of the house. Remember the movie Amityville Horror? That that reminded me of Amityville Horror. That's that's the you know like the level that we have that we have gone to. It you. Oh dear. Oh my. All right, let's talk about the biggest games in college football this week on the Monty Show. All of our college football talk. As always, presented by our friends at TridayTrading.com. Dude, I'm, I, I know I see you're going you're gonna, to, my, that's just a script. It's not a script. I promise you, Mrs. Monty continues to kick ass at TridayTrading.com. Last night, she was showing me this new interface that they've, they've rolled out for her. And because she's in the program at TridayTrading.com, she's making bread, dude. Like she is making, she made, and she works, I told you this, she's a, kind of a bigwig in the tech industry. She's she made like almost, I think, $200, $300 yesterday, just like on the side trading. It's crazy to watch it happening. And going through last night, like watching her, you know, set up her trades and do that whole thing. It is, I'm ready, dude. I'm all about it. Tridaytrading.com. Don't take my word for it. They have a 30-day $10 trial membership. The $10 is a charitable donation, so it's a tax write-off for you. Get to TridayTrading.com. Sign up for the 30-day trial membership. It only costs you that charitable donation. At the end of that 30 days, you're done, you're done. Great, walk away. Nobody walks away because it's an addiction. When you see the money that you can make at TridayTrading.com, I promise you, you're going to be hooked because it's exhilarating. It is no different than Playing golf for me is a great example of it. When you hit that great drive and you get that rush, there's nothing like that. Watching your trades go off. Now, are you going to win every trade? You're not. But you're you're winning 50 to 60 to 70% of your trades. And every trade you're making, you know, 100 bucks per trade. And it's exhilarating, man. It is fun. It grows your mind. It develops you, your confidence, yourself, yourself, you know, 
I don't know, I'm not going to say awareness, but the skill development you get, it's crazy. I could wax on all day about it. Get to trydaytrading.com slash Monty. Sign up for the 30-day $10 trial membership. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. Jake, is there a game this week that really stands out for you? Um, because I, I think there is one that I am really excited about. What's your game of the week this week? Yeah, you know, I think the the Oregon State Washington game is is going to be a battle. You know, once again, and obviously, you know, we've talked a ton about Oregon State this week. You know, for obvious reasons with the Pac two situation, but but I, I, I that game to me, you know, if you're Oregon State and you're that football program right now, you're looking to prove a point in that game. And, and I don't yeah. know. I, I mean, I I think they're right in the middle of that thing. I think they never get the defense never gets the credit it deserves. And I know it's Michael Penix and you know high flying offense, big over under number if memory serves, like. You know, so this is going to be a battle, but but I think to me, from a pure football perspective, that's probably the best game on the slate. But the one that's going to get the most coverage is obviously Michigan and Maryland, and to me, that's going to be the worst game on the slate. I think Michigan people, for whatever reason, want to sit here and say that Maryland is going to you know come in here and put up a fight, and you know they're better than people give them credit for. And I'm just sitting here saying, if you're Michigan. There, it's not an option to lose. Like any, you can't lose again this year. So, I would agree with that. Um, are you are you surprised that Oregon State's favored in that game? Well, I, I feel like <clears throat> minus one. It, the number is sixty two and a half, which does not surprise me at all. Mm. Um, I think that's an over. Mm -hmm. But I look at Oregon State being favored in that game. Now, I think Reeser's one of the best home field advantages in college football that nobody ever talks about. Absolutely. Uh, mainly because college game day won't go there because they're trying to damage the Pac-12. But my well, they're point, trying. No, but Sorry, you know what? Bad. I have see what. Anyway. <laughs> oh, Beaver. Uh, my point is that when you look at Washington, Washington's in a spot for a college football playoff bid. How are they an underdog on the road? Well, because it's Corvallis, and it's a very difficult place to go and play. But it's what you always say. I, I mean, sure, minus one means Oregon State's favored by one point technically, but Vegas is saying they expect Washington to win this game because the home team gets three points, generally speaking. So when I saw this number, I was like, yeah, you know, it's on the road. Uh, we've seen over the years countless upsets, SC, Oregon. Like, Oregon State's going to be right in the middle of this game. Absolutely. I, I fully expect them to have an opportunity to play from in front in this game. Yeah, uh, this could absolutely be a Michael Penix comeback special uh, after a slow first half because you're playing with all due respect in the middle of nowhere in a small little town and that home field advantage is absolutely real. So to me, that's why I say this game to me. If you're just a college football fan, like set conference affiliation aside, team affiliation, this will be the best pure football matchup of the week. I think the game of the week for me is Iowa State and Texas. I think I look at Texas and Iowa State. It's shocking to me that Texas is a seven and a half point favorite when they simply do not finish games. That that and now without Jonathan Brooks, without you know, the, the, that whole situation, their inability to use him. Cause I, I, as much as I like all their other weapons at Texas and they are prolific, you know, Quinn Ewers is going to be better this week than he's been probably since the return to the injury. I would think he supposedly had a very good week of practice. I, I look at what you have here 
And I look at Michigan and I say, or excuse me, Texas, and I say to myself, um, how did you have to hang on against TCU 29-26 last week? Hmm. And that's been the recurring theme. And you're going up against an Iowa State team that doesn't get the respect they deserve and has not all season, in my opinion. And it's in Ames. And the running game is is the running game is great. You know, Jonathan Brooks, again, I, I understand he's out, but you're gonna they're still gonna run the football. Quinn Ewers obviously is gonna have to take a lot of that load. Um, no pun intended. And I think that that worries you because a lot, uh, a lot, you don't want, you don't want yours to get hurt running the football. Sure. But I also look at Iowa state and I say to myself, this is going to be a very tight game. And I would not be surprised if Iowa state was, was in possession of the football with a chance to win that game. I would not be surprised to see that. And well, I love the messaging out of Sark this week. You know, um, you know, he he flat out said, you know, a month ago when we lost to Oklahoma, we put ourselves in a position where we can't afford to lose again the rest of the way. And so every game for us is a Big Twelve championship game, and that's facts. I mean, that's true. You can't you can't have another loss. You're, uh, I believe, you're six and one. Yeah, you're six and one in conference. You know, you've got Oklahoma State uh, and Oklahoma and a slew of other teams that are five and two. So you're sitting here, you know, at the top, not being able to lose another game. So whether you win this game by one point or seven points or 10 points, ultimately, I think you're in a situation where you you have to go out and get the job done. And, and you know, before the Jonathan Brooks injury, I would have said, Hey, you know, Texas is much more talented and they should just be able to overcome with that. But that's not the case anymore on offense. I no. think you still have a lot of talent. You do. You're still Texas, but now it's going to come down to coaching and offensive scheme and, you know, how exactly you've prepared this week for that Iowa state defense, because you can't just bail out into the flat on second and eight, and Jonathan Brooks is exactly going to cover, right. cover that for exactly you. Exactly right. Even though, you know, William Bailey makes a great point that Quinn's taking loads. Yeah, dude, I mean, I, 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 I mean, don't, you know, it, it is what it is, dude. Why? These guys are going to come Why? Uh, a lot. I made one misspeak, Bill Bailey. Look, Bill Bailey. Honestly, that's our stroking, William guys. Is, Bill is short for William. My point is, Billy, why you got to point it out? I think I've hit it every time. You're the only one pointing it out. LV Seminole, Quinn, can you take this low? Um. <laughs> you guys are a bunch of jerks. Gumby Fresh Out says load. <laughs> Kevin the Destroyer, Texas sucks. Uh, a lot. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> now, I guess the question is, and I think Jack Harrington, this is a really interesting one. I hope. Iowa State wins that game. Hashtag roll tide. Roll tide. If you're Alabama, you want Texas to run the table. That's the bottom line. Because I think Bama's in. If Bama handles that business and Texas runs the table and handles that business, I'm I, think, a man. I think they're both in. Well, and I think if you look at the college football playoff, there's a lot on the line this week. You know, you, there whether is. it is Bama, you know, Texas. Uh, Washington certainly is in is in one of those situations where you know you lose to Oregon State and all of a sudden you know the college football playoff disappears from you and you know that that so that's why I say like 
The SEC this week has an absolute garbage slate. Not, I think the biggest game of the week is Georgia at Tennessee. Okay, neat. See you next week. I, I For me, this week is all about the Big 12 and the Pac-12. Because to me, if Texas can win, they, they secure their fate in the Big 12 yes. in their last season. If Washington can get through Oregon State... They should be able to roll the rest of the way. Yes, and and ultimately, you know, I think the other one that's under the radar is Utah uh, and Arizona. You know, Noah Fafita Ooh. has had an absolute gas can of a run here, where Excuse he's just me? yeah, King Fafita, King Fafita. I I crowned his ass. You crowned his ass. Have I not been on the Fafita Already slurp train? Crowned Fafita. Have I? Yeah, thank you. Have I not been on the the? The Fafita slurp train. You have. You've I've been, been the conductor. The hell out of buddy. I've been the conductor of the Fafita slurp train. Honestly, that's our stroking guys. I'm telling you right now, Noah Fafita can do it. I think if you are. But can he do it against that defense? That's uh... the thing. And, and I'm not saying it's all on Fafita to get this job done. But when you play Utah, man, like, again, we all know the situation of Utah's offense. But the game is going to be won on the defensive side as usual for Utah. And to me. Kyle Whittingham is out here looking to finish as strong as possible, damn well knowing they're not winning anything this year. I would year. agree. So are you not looking to prove a point against one of the best up-and-coming quarterbacks in the league? Yeah. You want to turn this guy over two, three times. You want to you wanna cause chaos and prove a point. I also think you look at the Heisman, and you look at the betting odds on the Heisman Trophy. And if we look at this game right here, notice what's not. In, in this, in the Texas Iowa State game, it is one of the few games this week that has no leverage in the in the Heisman Trophy race. And and Bo's Knicks, I'm telling you, he should win the Heisman Trophy. And I, and, and I know every LSU fan's like, oh, Jaden Daniels is getting hosed. He's not getting hosed. He weighs 37 pounds. He's not winning the Heisman Trophy. What do you bench? I think you look at 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 Bo Nix, and I think. It's going to be very interesting to see Oregon and Arizona State. Oregon is a 23-and-a-half-point favorite. That's right, T. At Oregon State. Or, excuse me, in Arizona State. I think this is a huge game. If Bo Nix goes off in this game and Bo Nix sets himself up for a penultimate head-to-head -head matchup against Oregon State at Autzen next weekend, and they they put themselves, and I dare say, in the Pac-12 championship game, because I don't know who it would be. I mean, it's going to be obviously if if Oregon wins, they'd be seven and one. Next week's a huge week in this league, and I think Bo Nix has every chance to lock it up. And obviously, you're looking at a Washington team that's at Corvallis this week and then home for Washington State next week. I can't believe Washington loses one of these two games. And obviously, Oregon State, knowing what's on the line this week. It's the same position you're in every single year at Oregon State. To which I say, and again, we don't need to re retread the bit from yesterday about crying Beaver fan, but... But this is my point about your situation moving forward. You're no longer mm. going to be the the Pac-12 championship game decider. You're going to be the one going to the championship game of this scheduling alliance between the Pac-2 and the Mountain West. 
And I'm telling you that is an upgrade to your situation because again, yeah, Oregon State, you know, you're you're five and two right now. You're quite literally one game away from being right in the center of the Pac-12 championship conversation this week. Had you won one more game this year? I mean, again, it's the Washington State game that's going to haunt you, as we've been saying for a month. You cannot lose to Washington State. That does not work if you're going to go out and you're going to want to be in the championship game. So that's why I say, like, Oregon State is in the same position they've always been. So, yes, Michael Penix. Yes, Kalen DeBoer. Yes, hey, Washington's everyone's All-American in the Pac-12. But I'm telling you, Oregon State has more than enough to win this game. And when... When they come out and shock the world, bro, and mm. Michael Penick's Heisman campaign is over, it's going to be Bo Nix in the college football playoff. That's just, that's how it would be. Yeah, I, I'm stoked about it. I true, I, I think this weekend has huge games. Lopes fan Gabe for $5. Is that a deer antler chandelier on sign stealer guy's front porch? Who knew buddy gets bucked up? Yeah. Does he Fine really? Stealer guy. Yes, he does. Holy crap. It's right. Isn't that right above the truck there? Yeah. God damn, Lopes fan Gabe. That or it's a dead plant, which is pretty apropos about. Anyway, I'm going to go with the antlers. That's crazy. So that called you saw experts. That. that is crazy that you saw that. I, that is, is that what that is? That is, I think that is what that is. Some type of uh, antler a chandelier. Certain, yeah, certain types of way. I think that's exactly what that is. Expedition, Greg, how are you, my guy? Um, hope you guys have an amazing time in Hawaii. Go Bucks! Happy early Thanksgiving to you both. Thank you, Greg. Appreciate it. I appreciate that. you, bro. Yeah, Jake is like four hours from leaving for Hawaii, which is pretty amazing. Uh, Derek Roche says, Cam rising for Heisman. Okay, is a hell of a drug. Do you know how many quarterback storylines? Like somebody, OG Gary today, sent it to me on Instagram. Like a bunch of people have sent me this rumor about Arch Manning transferring. It's my quarterback. Cam Rising. And from what I was told by my people at, at Utah, Cam Rising and Kyle Whittingham have agreed that they will not do anything until the season's over and they have time to discuss and time to reconvene. Because there was a, there was a significant movement into the idea that Cam was going to transfer. And I, I I think any of those decisions would be premature at this point. I know that there is a significant disconnect between Cam Rising and Utah. And I, the, I don't see him transferring. And that. the reality of the situation is Cam Rising needs needs a absolute baller season in his last year of eligibility. He needs to be in a position where he can stay healthy and go out there and put up big numbers. Stay healthy. So Stay to do that, healthy. to do that, how, how does that how does that work for a quarterback? How do you stay healthy? Oh, I know. You go and transfer somewhere that actually has wide receiver talent, and it's not just tight end. You apparently, yeah. That's where you need to go because he gets in trouble. Cam does that is because he's got to hold the ball because his guys can't get separation. To which then he's going to try and run and be this great dual threat. And it just doesn't work when you're playing against athletes the caliber of power five competition. It doesn't work. You need to be somewhere with actual assets. Tanner Plummer, on the front runner yesterday, which is the public transportation, the, the train that takes you from South Utah County up to Salt Lake City, 
I saw an Oklahoma fan and heard him say, wow, I didn't know Utah had a subway. Somebody replied, yeah, we also have electricity. Imagine that. Wow. I, I think people believe, hey, man, I don't know how you guys in Utah do it with those covered wagons. And I, like, where, where do you guys get the oats and the apples to, to feed the horses? I mean, I thought Max Verstappen took all the apples for himself. That was an F1 reference. Right. Uh, okay. This isn't an F1 show. I don't have no, F1 I mean, drops. The loads that those horses must take are amazing. I want the best people. I'm sure you do. Jack Harrington, what a big load for Quinn. See see what you did. Do you see what you've done to the program today? Uh, are, we, are we done being children? Are, 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 are you guys, guys going to come? Grow uh, up. A lot. Grow up. <clears throat> Vernon Buddy. <laughs> Buddy. Vernon Badi, dude, your name is not Vernon; it's Badi. Yeah, it's but it's Badi. What's up, Badi? Uh, the D. <laughs> it's not the D; it's Badi. The cack. Same thing. <laughs> Hello from Boiler Country in Indiana. Like Boiler I said, up. Like I said, Badi up. West Lafayette, Indiana. Yeah. 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 I used to do landscaping West Lafayette. I can't remember what the chemical plant was there. Um, but it was like a drug manufacturer. Biologics. Yeah. And I, I used to have to drive a truck and spray pesticides and weed killer on train tracks so that they could get the drugs out the it, it, legal, legally. It, it, it's That's not, not what we're about. Let's move on. Uh, Gumby fresh out says cow turd Mike Smith. Uh, it would be awesome if Iowa state beat Texas. I think there's a very good chance that happens. I have a lot of concern with Jonathan Brooks being out. I know that I keep saying that in Texas, man. You were a Quinn Ewer slurper, and now where have you gone? Well, first of all, his collarbone is not intact, or at least he's still recovering from that. I think that's a big deal. I think it impacts the way he runs. We'll see if maybe he's gotten more confident in that. Um, but I think, I think you're in a situation with the Texas Longhorns where they've shown they're vulnerable. Certainly. And I think, I think it is shocking that every week you feel like, hey, we're cruising, we're up 59 to 6, and all of a sudden they wind up winning 59-58. And they just go to sleep in the second half, and Iowa State will beat you. Iowa State does not get the credit or the respect that they deserve, and certainly I've been guilty of that with, with the folks out there in corn country. I should probably stop saying that. Uh, good old Bill Bailey, Texas practicing weenie wash style, getting ready for those loads from Iowa State. Stop it. I sifted through all that. Grow up. Damn. Loads. Make one reference to a big load, and this is what we get. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, Jack Harrington, you started it with your koala bear and your closed doors. Listen, dude, koala king, man. <laughs> what do you want me to do? Week 12 in SEC is known as cupcake country. Yeah, what a it, it garbage schedule in the SEC it's, this it week. It certainly is that the SEC. You like, know, Alabama versus Chattanooga. Thanks for coming, dude. Look at that from Nike. That is Damn. a that is a is that, that is a, a that is a golf shoe right there, friends. My God, why would you do it? Talk about a load. Why would stop it? <laughs> you know these guys are going to come uh, a lot. Gumby fresh out. Pause. Uh, Dakota Tubbs. Fafita has those winning fajitas. 
Okay. Tanner Plummer. So see what he did there, Fafita and Fajitas. King Fafita is no Emperor McNabb, but he'll sort of do. Emperor McNabb. Yeah, you know, man, the listen. king of mediocrity, bro. Yeah, Fafita doesn't throw up in his own mouth inside his face mask, but McNabb did. So he'll do. Donovan, right, McNabb, Donovan McNabb threw up into his face mask. Oh. Nice job, Don. Uh, OG Gary, Utah winning, but it's going to be close three points or less. I would agree with that. I would totally agree with that. Um, hour number two of the Monty Show presented by our good friends at Prize Picks, prizepicks.com, the official fantasy partner of the Monty Show. Kicked ass on Prize Picks last night. What did I tell you, fools, about Prize Picks? Did yeah. we delete the graphic? You deleted the graphic. I told you, Joe Burrow, less Lamar Jackson, more best quarterback in the NFL, Lamar Jackson. I swear to God, dude. I swear to God. Joseph Lee Burrow. Uh, I hit on prize picks last night because I took less on Joe Burrow, more on Lamar Jackson. I think I've hit it every time. Pimp's going pimp, man. Pimp's going pimp, baby. I mean, I'm almost like Notre Dame or I don't know how Nostromonti does it, but he does. Prizepicks.com. Use the promo code Monty to get 100% deposit matching. NBA Daily Fantasy is amazing. You know, on this show, unless you ask James Knight, we love the NBA on this show. We talk about it all the time, occasionally, sometimes. And um, I'm telling you, Daily Fantasy, Prizepicks.com, NBA Daily Fantasy is awesome. And it is. Austin Reeves, who's the best player in the NBA, wins on Daily Fantasy regularly. Josh Giddy, who never wins uh, anything who? ever. Who? I'm who? sorry, Josh Mitty, Thank who you. never wins any. I should stop. The point is, James isn't even here, so it doesn't matter. But the point is, I love Daily Fantasy. I love prize picks. I love winning money. I am mm, daily on prize picks. Hook it up. Let's play together. Get in the members-only group on uh, The Monty Show. Hit join. Get in our Instagram group. We play so, We play prize picks pretty much every day there. Prizepicks.com, the official daily fantasy provider of the Monty Show. And by the show. way, I show you what not to do on prize picks because I'm that good at it. He does. Gumby fresh out. Nostramonti, our father. That's exactly right. right. That's right. I mean, I'm almost like Notre Dame. William Bailey. Horns are loaded on offense this week. Uh, A lot. <laughs> Bill? Willie, Billy, Bill, take it easy, sir. He's got like every load reference possible. Yes. Uh, Jake is about ready to do his Karate Kid Swan Technique on Monty. <laughs> He's never even seen the Karate Kid. Nope. I have. It's a cartoon, isn't it? No. Y'all feel me? No. James Knight, uh, how dare you talk NBA? We don't. Wow. Well, the know. Koala King is here. I don't know what you mean. OG Gary, 48-21, Texas beat the fake Hawkeyes. The fake Hawkeyes? Why don't you just call them the Hawkeyes? <laughs> you guys are spicy this morning. What do what, you know? Uh, Kevin, uh, the Destroyer, Go Thunder. The Thunder did have a hell of a night last night. Though. Yeah, I mean, but again, know. what happened with the Thunder last night? Yeah, Mitty had a big game. Chet did not. Chet Holmgren, the 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 betting favorite right now for Rookie of the Year is still Wemby. Mm -hmm. Chet Holmgren has closed that gap. How is he only getting seven shots last night? Victor's the way. Oh, that's right, because Josh Giddy had a big night. He had 18 points. Yes. Perfect from three. Like, if you're an Oklahoma City Thunder fan, and I know we talk about this all the time, Josh Giddy and Chet Holmgren, they, and I'm not saying they can't. They have not figured out how to get them going at the same time. 
And that dysfunction is why Josh Giddy is one of the biggest names on the trade market. Eight of 14, three of three. How is Six Josh rebounds. Giddy taking double the number of shots as Chet Holmgren? And look at Chet with 10 rebounds, dude. Which is exactly my point. You got out-rebounded again 42-49 to 49 last night by OKC. Not you good have, enough, dude. You have got to get them going. Uh, K. Sumbry says, thunder up. Uh, he also says, wow, Jake, no karate kid. No Not karate fan. kid. Nah. No godfather. No casino. No, no good fellas like none of the he's never seen gladiator yes, never I seen have. dark knight he's never seen he's inception he's never seen interstellar galactic greatness it is what it is those are his favorite movies although he's never seen godfather it's your fault not mine uh james knight stupid take money there is zero correlation okay. okay well that's why we see the correlation every <laughs> night you know and this is why we don't talk about the Thunder with James Knight, because he's not objective at all. OG Gary, V8 has to be the most underrated juice. No, it doesn't. It's terrible. It's to, And I'm dude, a Bloody what, Mary what? fan. Wow. I'm a Bloody Mary fan. You're a Bloody Mary guy? Oh, dude, you put the right amount of pepper in a Bloody Mary? Uh, a you, lot. The vodka's got to be premium. Don't give me no... It's just that premium at 91, dog. Yeah, don't give me that lower shelf... Josh Mitty type vodka. I'm not here um, for that. Give me the real stuff. Uh, William Bailey, Iowa State going to load that Texas box. Wow. Honestly, that's our stroking, guys. See what, you They're going to send one right through the A-gap, huh? Uh, Dakota Tubbs, who the heck is this Jake guy even? <laughs> Come on, Falk Eyes is funny, dude. Falk Eyes is funny. <laughs> it is. Katie Raider, pew, pew. Morning, guys. What's up? Jake uh, is the Jen's AI chat. Exactly right. Exactly right. Uh, James Knight, already angry. Uh, oh, not objective because I have an opposing, please? No. Because you're unwilling to recognize that Chet Holmgren and Josh Giddy do not play well together. Yeah, we're not making any changes. Look at their minutes on the floor together, and they're shrinking. And why do you think um, just about every mid-table contender is chasing Josh Giddy right now? You think that Zach Levine to the Thunder, we just pulled that out of thin air? Come on, guy. Uh, OG Gary, V8 is mad good. And I ain't even talking about the RS7 engine. It's on RS7 V8. yesterday. That thing's got a oh my fat God. ass. The growl dude. on that. Mm, amazing. All right. Fat. Let's get into uh, some of the games this week because I, as as we've been talking about, I, I think there are some big ones. Oklahoma at BYU. Look at this number, you guys. Plus 24. 57 and a half. 10 a.m. Boomer sooner. Oh, God. BYU's got to play at night. Well, guess what? 10 a.m. And, and it's even though it's this time of year. It's not dark at 10 a.m. Barely sunlight at 10 a.m. Plus 24. Are you guys surprised? I If you are betting Oklahoma to cover, you're crazy. I'm not surprised by plus 24. You're I, not? Yeah, because I don't think that people believe in BYU. I think that people... You know, people look at BYU and they they have a general feeling of disappointment for whatever reason. And I'm sitting here saying, hey, this is a damn good season for BYU in first year in the Big 12. Now, that is no excuse for being a 24-point dog at Lavelle. That, I mean, that's just not acceptable. But 
ultimately when you've got a guy in Dylan Gabriel who was right in the middle of the Heisman conversation after that Texas win, um, I, I think you start to understand, hey, you know, Oklahoma is superior in talent, uh, certainly offensively, and Oklahoma really should be able to control this game. And they're not going to control this game the way Texas controlled BYU. Right. But I do think that it will be kind of up that alley in a sense where Oklahoma is able to move the ball, do what they want to do, and BYU struggles. And unfortunately, this is what you get when you want to make quarterback changes. This is what you get when, you know, you lose faith in your head coach for no reason at all. And I think BYU, unfortunately, is not going to be, uh, you know, bowl eligible because you're going to lose this game. And, and I think you're really going to, you know, you, you lost out when you, what was it the West Virginia game? I think it was where they should have won. I think we were saying, I have to look, I pull the yes. schedule up real quick, but they, they, they lost that game and it was like, yeah, we're not going to be bowl eligible. The season's over, you know? And so that's when we started to see, oh, Jake Retzlaff and, oh, all these, you know, changes need to be made. Like it just is, it's not good. And by the way, I also look at the the way you've been losing, which I, I'm a big believer That's in. That's a problem. You've been getting your ass kicked. I mean, I mean, look at look at early in the season, like the Kansas loss. Good example. 38-27 at Kansas. That's a good loss. You competed. You were in the middle of that yep. thing. They were the better team. TCU, you lost 44 to 11 to TCU. And then thought it would be that, a good that's idea. That's the one that hurts. You got embarrassed by TCU. Like, you lost to Texas 35 to 6. Okay, it's Texas. Dude, you went to Morgantown and only put up seven points. I understand maybe you shouldn't have won that game, but seven points. But and I, I also think the defense has stopped performing. You're, the defense the last two weeks, I believe, is at zero takeaways. So you're not creating turnovers. It, it's one of those things where you're going to run into a an Oklahoma team and you I don't know that and this is going to sound haterish I I know it before I say it but when I was looking at this game last night I said to myself if BYU plays a perfect game they're going to win and then it hit me that they're not going to win even if they play the perfect game because I think Oklahoma is just so gosh darn physical and I think they are just a a a better more talented team with better depth and that's what you see out of these new teams coming into the Big 12 is that there's simply not a level of depth that can help carry you through the dark periods in a football game. And if I look at BYU, their defense has to spark their offense. And the thing that scares you so much about BYU's offense is Jake Retzloff has not given BYU a bump. In fact, I think they've probably stepped back with him. They have regressed. And, well, and I, I think that's one of the conversations that a lot of people are having about BYU is is has BYU regressed offensively under Jake Retzloff, and I think they have. It, it and when I say that, it's not necessarily that they're terrible, or he certainly gives you a different dimension with his legs than than Keaton Slovis did. But the problem is, you're not better. He doesn't execute. He doesn't have the poise and the composure yet. And everybody's like, oh, but he played in junior college. What is? How has that manifested itself on the field for BYU? I'm sorry. Junior college talent is the same talent that, you know, any of these opponents you've gotten rolled by, Iowa State, Texas. I'm sorry. So the talent that he played in junior college is the same talent that Texas has? No, it's not. 
No, it's, it's not. It's a problem, man. And so all the boys in Provo who were like, oh, it's time to make a change, and Retzloff was incredible. Look at his Juco tape. Look at the stats. He, he, How's against, that worked out? You guys, against Iowa State, he was 10 of 27. Against Dude. West Virginia, 24 of 42, which is better, but that's sub-60. Because it's garbage. At right? least and, in the 10 of 27 game, I can say, okay, hey, you tried to run the ball a little more. Asking Jake Retzloff to throw the ball 42 times is a recipe to lose. It, it, his running has been has certainly been the bright spot. He's not been accurate enough. He has not been precise enough. And frankly, if you're not throwing touchdowns, I mean, he's got one touchdown and two interceptions. And it's because he's 34-69 for 314 yards in two games. That's less than 50%. BYU is in a tough spot right now. And I think that that continues tomorrow. Now, I will say, I can't believe that they're going to lose this game by 24 points. I I, I have a hard time with that. Um, I think that the, the bigger problem here is that BYU is a much better team when they don't turn the ball over. I know. I, let's get crazy. Do you have any confidence you're going to score 10 points in this game? I do not. I do not. So if you're not going to score 10 points, then 24 a 24-point number is absolutely accurate because you know Oklahoma's putting up 27 in this game. The biggest question for me is, does Oklahoma get a defensive score? I think if, if, if Oklahoma simply turns BYU over, that's bad news. If they get a defensive score, they might win by 34, not 24. Mm-hmm. If, if Oklahoma to cover the spread, I think Oklahoma wins this game by 17 points. But I don't believe they're going to beat BYU in Provo at elevation at what is it five thousand feet. I don't believe that they're going to beat they're going to beat BYU by twenty four points. I just don't see that happening. Oklahoma is a better team than you are. I I agree with that. But you can't tell me that they're twenty four points better in Provo. If this game was in Norman, all bets are off. Boat race. Sure, it's not. It's in Provo, and we've seen it time and time again where teams come to Provo and they figure out, and usually it's at night, but teams come to Provo and they figure out pretty quick, uh-oh, like uh, my chest hurts. Yeah, Texas Tech found out. <laughs> right? You you come to Provo and as, as teams like Cincinnati found out, as a team like Texas Tech found out, but you also lost to Iowa State very badly at home. If I said to you, hey, BYU is going to be at five wins with five games to go. Do you think they'll be bowl eligible? Yes. You'd probably say yes. Well, that was until you've lost four of your last five. And and the other problem is now you got to go to Stillwater next week. And I don't see you winning that game. I think this game, is, in my opinion, I think this game is 35-17. 35-17 if... And I hate to say it, if Oklahoma scores a defensive touchdown, this could be a 40-point game for them. That's when you lose by 24. They're going to need, they're going to need a defensive score to cover the spread. So if you had a position on this game, I'd tell you to bet BYU. Oklahoma to win, I'd take the money line. But I would bet BYU to cover. I would. So what do you guys think? Uh, Kevin the Destroyer, say it, Monty. OU will win by more than 24. They won't. He says 45 to six, not in Provo, dude, Uh, not in Provo. And and even if you look at the games, the Iowa State game, 
is the one game where you're like, well, they got their ass kicked at home. But even even like Texas Tech, they scored 27 on a really good Tech defense. And Tech struggled in Laramie as well. So I guess we shouldn't be surprised by that. They put 35 up on Cincinnati. They put 27 up on Kansas and Lawrence. By the way, that's Keaton. Jaden Daniels, uh, Jalen Daniels back next year. Did you guys hear that? That's big for Kansas. They put up 38 on our Kansas. 41 on Southern Utah, and, and let's for, I'm saying. Why, forget about the Sam Houston Why game. are we talking about Jake Retzloff, man? It was like, a mistake. I, 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 we can sit here and we can we can go on and on about Jake is the future and look at the legs. That's all cool. Keaton Slovis should be the starting quarterback at BYU. And please, it, don't show up here. Well, thankfully we're off because they're going to get their ass kicked. But please don't be in the Twitter machine on, on Saturday afternoon around 2 o'clock talking about firing Kalani Satake. That is just a, oh, God, I wanted my trip to Vegas for a ball game. (laughs) Don't do it. Don't do it. Because Kalani's your coach, and he's going to be your coach. Uh, Tanner Plummer, oh, yeah, elevation really had a negative impact on Iowa State. It didn't. But I, you know, okay. Tanner Plummer, a BYU fan. Live in your misery, dude. Uh, West Virginia Walrus. Says BYU gonna get smoked by a minimum of thirty. Welcome, what the fuck are you? Welcome to the show, Mike Smith. Hard for BYU to be a, a ball in time control offense when defense uh, being their strong suit. When you cannot develop a running game to eat clock. L.J. Martin is a is a guy you miss, and you will. I think that's a great point. Mike. You look at West Virginia. How has West Virginia won their games? Because you don't get the Burning ball against clock, West Virginia. Dude. They just eat that clock's ass, bro. Like it, they just. That probably was too much, a lot. But the point is, they just ball control. And I think BYU is not talented enough to do that. CKS, just a lack of talent, Mike Smith. Not sure how they fix that, I would agree. Screw it. BYU is going to pull off an upset. They're not. Tanner, are you huffing paint? Okay, is a hell of a drug. 35 35- I don't know what I'll do. I, I'll pay Until for your, one of us passes the fuck out. Tanner, I'll pay for your car to get out of Hawk next time your dad parks it illegally. I don't know if that happens. Uh, Jay Brannon, big OU fan, 38-17. That's not a bad number. That's not a bad Yeah, number. I don't think that's unrealistic. At all. Cam Harrison, amen, Tanner. <laughs> Kim Coulter, Texas uh, Tech lost to BYU because a true 19-year-old QB throwing five picks, not the altitude. Call it what you want. Uh, my only point in that is Provo is not the easiest place to go and play. It, it is it is very difficult. Oh, it's not. So uh, Tanner says, well, Keaton was injured, so he had to be pulled. He, well, I don't. I'm, I disagree. I don't buy it. I think that's a cover story, dude. Kim Coulter, Morton plays. Tech would have have wouldn't have lost. Well, but Baron Morton didn't play. Candies and nuts. Man, how many fortunes were flipped on their ear in Lubbock over the quarterback situation this year? Tyler Shuck is a god. What it was he really? No. A you god know. at turning it over. OG Gary, I thought I was going to win the Vegas trip. Yeah, you're probably not. Yeah, you thought wrong, dude. There's a and, hey, by the way, we are giving away a trip to Vegas. Big shout out to everybody um who has gone to uh soundsleepmedical.com/monty. Love you guys. Thank you for supporting the show. soundsleepmedical.com um presents our 
Las Vegas Raiders drive away that we're going to announce the week we get back from Hawaii. Um, we are giving away a trip for two to see the Raiders and the Vikings. You get two nights in a hotel. You get dinner for two at Morton's. At Morton's. Dude, Why did come I say on, Morton? dude. Like, be better, dude. Morton's? We can do better than Morton's, dude. Like, what? You because get dinner for garbage. two at Mastro's Ocean Club. There we go. Let's City go, City Center baby. in the Treehouse. And you get two really great tickets to see uh, the Raiders and the Vikings. It's all presented by Sound Sleep Medical. At soundsleepmedical.com slash Monty. If you are somebody that struggles with snoring or sleep apnea, number one, they're not the same thing. Just because you snore does not mean you have sleep apnea. But everybody who has sleep apnea essentially snores. And sleep apnea kills people on a daily basis in this country. And I don't think we take it seriously enough. And I think part of the issue is that all of us, men and women, are embarrassed when it comes to talking about snoring. Hell, I, when I used to snore like a freight train dude when I was much heavier. And it, it was embarrassing. I felt terrible about it. And I can tell you that you don't have to live that way. You don't have to feel that way. Now, I did it by losing weight. I would encourage you, though, to get to soundsleepmedical.com slash Monty and get your free sleep study because it's at home. You don't have to sleep in a factory with a bunch of wires connected to your head. They give you a little pouch. It's got a chest strap and a ring that you wear, and they monitor how you how you sleep. And if you snore, are you snoring because you just are a snorer or are you snoring because you have sleep apnea? And the best part is their solution's not a CPAP machine. And for some people, listen, I get it. CPAP machines are great, but you got to clean them and you got to use chemicals and you got to figure out how to travel that thing. That's not the case at Sound Sleep Medical. They have an oral appliance that is custom made for you. It's a mouthpiece. It is small. And the best part is most people don't have to pay a penny out of pocket. Treat snoring and sleep apnea with no masks and no tubes. Just better, healthier sleep with Sound Sleep Medical. Use code MONTY, M-O-N-T-Y, to schedule a free sleep assessment today. I'm telling you guys, get back, get back into bed with your wife or your husband. I know so many spouses that sleep separately, and it's a woman issue as well. Women snore just as much as guys do. Get back into bed with your wife or your husband. Be happier. Beat that depression you've been struggling with. Did you guys understand? Do you know that poor sleep quality leads to depression and anxiety? You're having brain damage that you can't reverse because you're battling sleep apnea. And by the way, tonight might be the last night you ever go to sleep because you didn't address sleep apnea when you easily could have at soundsleepmedical.com slash Monty. We'll announce that winner when we uh, arrive back from the islands. Uh, Aaron Wilson gifted a membership on the show. Let's go, baby. Thank you, Aaron. Brandon Butler gifts five memberships on the show. Boy, are we getting back to free membership Friday where everybody gives memberships? That. Awesome. Um, uh, let's see. Mike Smith says, Monty's show has a good number of Big 12 fans and fans of Utes and BYU. I think they are based out of Utah. We're in Salt Lake City. Why? Who's asking that? Who is asking? Uh, William Bailey, uh, BYU getting Texas-sized loads of support here. Just going to keep going with the, the so loads. So see how he worked in that load reference? You know. Uh, Katie Raider. Pew, pew. Uh, just another year of round-robin QBs at Tech costing us games. But It's so frustrating. But dude. Baron Morton's your guy. I mean, that it's as simple as that. I think the bigger issue is that Joey's got to record, recruit the offensive line. You have got to have a, a much stronger offensive line. 
You've got to keep your quarterbacks healthy, period. And I get you got to have mobile quarterbacks that run, but they don't last, man. Anybody see Lamar Jackson take that hit last night? Yeah, you thought he was done too. Uh, Bryce Martin, Tyler Shuck was a huge reason we lost the first two games and killed our hype. Because the rest is garbage. play calling. Dude, the defensive play calling against Wyo and Laramie Atrocious. was horrendous. You're dominating in coverage, yet you decide to send a kitchen sink like blitz, and they wind up beating. So let me get this right. You're on, believe it. you're on the three yard line in red zone packages. Yeah. And you thought it would be a good idea to bring the house and clear out the end zone. Good idea, dude. Yeah. Come on, man. Harry Austin, good morning to you. Have a great time on vacation, he says. Thanks, Harry. Appreciate it. Always glad to see you. Uh, Cheno3613, Kevin Hart as Balake, Balake, Kevin Hart. See, so there's a, there's a height similarity Blake there. Corum, Balake. Yeah, first team all short guy. Yeah, Kyler Murray is the president of the Blake Corum. That'd be America's team. I'm a jerk. Uh, Jay Brannon. Monty, from my wife and I to you and yours, we hope your vacation's amazing. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, James Knight, Monty, I urge people to be tested for sleep apnea. I had a serious car accident due to driving while fatigued. It's very dangerous. Ooh, damn. Glad you're all right, James. Yeah, it, it really is, you guys. I We're so proud as men. Like, we don't want to go and see doctors. And, and you guys probably don't want to hear this, but I've talked about it openly. Like, I, I was nervous about getting a colonoscopy. In fact, I pushed it off six months. And my wife finally, she basically said, what the hell are you doing, dude? And she and I talked about it. I, I scheduled it. I got my colonoscopy. And I'm so thrilled that I did. Now, it came back perfect. No polyps, no issues, nothing. But get the peace of mind. And if you're somebody that snores and you don't sleep well, you guys, you got to get it taken care of. And I just, I beg you to live your best life. We're here on earth for such a short amount of time. Our lives are so short. We take tomorrow, next week, next month, next year for granted. And you can't do it. You cannot do it. And I just, you know, we talk about quality of life a lot on this show. I, If you are somebody that snores a lot, I am begging you to get to Sound Sleep Medical dot com slash Monty. Do it. It is it. Their their sleep assessments are free. You take them at home. the The mouthpiece is covered by your health insurance. It, it is. You, you go to a dentist. They fit a custom piece for, for you. There are no tubes, no chemicals. Like it's a it's a mouth guard you wear at night. It's so easy and it can save your life. You guys. Get it done. Don't be proud. Get to soundsleepmedical.com. Um, Kim Coulter, Murray equals Mighty Mouse. He does. He does. Aaron Wilson. Guys, I'm so happy y'all get to take some time off. We're, we haven't taken a legitimate vacation in. Legitimate meaning one where we don't work. Where Years. Yeah, I, it has been years actually. Yeah. Years. Where we haven't done a show, none of that. It's It's been awesome. Uh, let's see. Who, who we got? Irick, which team's coach needs a win more, UCLA or USC? Well, I mean, it depends. Everybody believes that Chip Kelly's out after the season. I, I don't think there is any doubt that Lincoln Riley has got to get a win. They have got to get back to, to that drip, that swagger that is USC. You're seven and four, man. You, you cannot, you cannot finish five and five in the, in the pack 12 
You know, like you, you can't. So average. Or man. It, it would be five and four if you lose. Finishing five and four. Like, because remember, this is USC's last game. And it, you're bowl eligible. You're going to play in a bowl game. But it'd be nice to have an eight win season. I, I, I mean, you have to. The game's at the Coliseum. Get it done. Everything. The world is right when you beat UCLA. The, the world is right when you beat UCLA. Period. Uh, Diggs, by the way, seven. Hey, what's up, G? What's hey. up, Diggs? Good to see you. Um, Aaron Wilson, our offensive line run blocks fine. <laughs> exactly. Right. They do run block. They do. I mean, you have Taj is one of the best running backs in the country. It's incredible to me that you can run the way you can and you can't pass pro to save your life. And Baron Morton, I, I mean, he's a great example of it. He's, he's banged up. He's nicked up. I don't know. I don't think he's out this week, is he? I could be wrong. I don't know. I haven't followed it. I, I haven't followed it close enough. I can look real quick. Real quick. But, real quick lock. But you have to keep you have to keep guys on their feet. He's a game time decision. Uh but he's been a game time decision for a month. Right? Like it is, it's just one of those things where Yeah, I mean it yeah, he just I, no, I, he's going to play. He's I fine. agree with Katie Rader, I think it was, who said that that it's a uh, QB carousel. It is. It absolutely is. And it's got to stop. Yeah, until that changes, you're not doing anything. It's got to stop. OG Gary, Monty, based on what you're hearing, is Cam and Keithy's divide with the fans or with the staff? I think, I think the fans created friction between, and I'm, I don't, I don't pretend to know what Brant Keithy's situation is. Um. Yeah, the ghost of Keithy passed. Dude's been silent. <laughs> Crazily. I think Cam Rising is a bigger issue than we know about. And the, the divide between Cam Rising and the University of Utah at one time was a Grand Canyon. But I think Kyle Whittingham and... I think a lot of it's conjecture, but I was told by a very well-placed source that Kyle Whittingham and Cam Rising have agreed to just get through the season and then let's talk about it. Because I think if Cam Rising goes to it and says, I don't want to be here anymore, which I don't think he's done or will do, I think I think Kyle Whittingham would, would let him go, as he should. But I think Cam wants to be a youth. I think Cam loves the community. I think he loves playing here. But the fans created so much acrimony and anger and frustration, and he just wasn't capable of playing. And fans blamed the staff for not talking about it. They never talk about injuries. Why would they talk about it now? It, it just it's it's a it's been a disaster with the the Cam Rising situation and the injuries to, to Cam and Keithy have been a real nut punch for Utah. It, plain and totally. simple. You're not deep enough at the quarterback position, even though you just got a four-star recruit that I think is an awesome land. Yeah, I, I think that you're not deep enough on offense, period. I, I, I think you quarterback, wide receiver, you know, your running backs have been a little better, you know, over the years, but but all your talents on defense. And if you want to do anything in the college football playoff, that's going to have to change. It is going to have to change. And I think it is... I think it's a huge problem, but here nor there. Robert Fowler, uh, hey, Monty, just wanted to wish you and two holes a happy Thanksgiving before you go to work. 
Don't have to uh, too much fun in Hawaii. Do some surfing. It's a blast. Hawaii is awesome. Um, I'm excited for it. I leave tomorrow. Some of us are forcing me to golf alone today. You know. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe you should have told me, and I could have changed my plans. Uh, you know. Aaron Wilson, guys, I'm so happy y'all get to take some time off. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You, know, you don't have to, you know, all you people saying, oh, we're happy you're taking vacation. We know you're not. We know that you're pissed. We're not doing a week of miss shows. Us. Come on now. You're going to miss us. You're going to miss us. And you're going to say, man, I wonder if I can still get those free samples of Bucked Up Buckshot uh, on Monty's YouTube channel. Yeah, you can. All you have to do is click the link in the description below. Look, at it's powered us. It's absolutely Thanks. powered us for the last two hours right here. Buckshot from Bucked Up. Go and get it. Hey, wow. let's go. Okay. Okay. Let's go, baby. Finally, I've done that three times and never hit the camera. Uh, Buckshot from Bucked Up is phenomenal, you guys. It's the best product we use on a regular basis. Mental clarity, the ability to make that long drive. Maybe you need to finish up with a big meeting or a sales pitch or you're going on a job interview. Hit a Buckshot from Bucked Up. Trust me, it'll give you mental clarity and energy. And you're going to thank us for it later. Get six free samples right now in the description below uh, from Bucked Up at BuckedUp.com. Um, let's see. Look at you guys. Elaine Tran, Houston 79, Utah 56. Hey, you start talking shit. Okay. I don't know. What 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 are you referencing? What are you referencing? Uh, Elaine Tran says, Caleb uh, tuning to his mom, turning to his mom crying. Ooh. Mommy, mommy, please take me home. Uh, that's a big game. That is a, that USC, UCLA game is a big one. Uh, you know, uh, Big Daddy Magic. I will ask him about this when I see him, Monty. Okay. Victor's the way. Okay. Um, Elaine Tran, Monty and Jake deserve a vacation. Gumby fresh out. I will miss a Aaron Wilson too. It's just a week, man. We'll now you guys know, and, and I know I'm reinventing the wheel here. You know that you can go back and watch this week's programs to get you by. Did well, you know that? Or you can just get into our members-only content, and that way you're in the Instagram group. And, and you can keep up with the monies. You know, it's not that difficult. It, I won't be answering your DMs on vacation. Yeah, I don't I don't want any, oh, hey, did you did, did you get me entered to win, or did you do this? Like, Or I don't want the guy being like, why aren't you reading my comments? Because there's not, there's no show. I'm DMing you, Monty. I'm pissed. <laughs> I'm out. I'm done. Okay. You guys are intentionally skipping my comments. I hate you. Robert Fowler, actually, I miss you guys because where am I going to get my truthful breaking news? Monty is the only person who actually gets it right. I know. Pimp's going pimp, right? Appreciate you, Fowler. Harry Austin, so do we at least get the best of Monty and the worst of Jake hot takes for replays nope. of the show? Nope. Too nope. lazy. <laughs> Too lazy. Mike Smith would love to go snorkeling again. So fun and relaxing. We're going on boat cruises. Yes. Jack Harrington, Monty and Jake have fun on vacation. Sean uh, Rollins, love the raspberry flavored bucked up. Cam Rising collecting AARP now. Wow. Damn, bro. Wow. He's gone full Stetson betting on it with years of eligibility. eligibility. The Blue Raz. I, I'm, I'm becoming more and more of a Blue Raz fan with bucked up. But hey, man, uh, the Raz is, is not bad either. I don't hate it. My eye has been itching me all day. Really? Uh, yeah. Probably slept on Bob Costas' uh, pillow. A lot. Gumby, get in, get in members only group. You should. You really should, dude. Elaine Tran, Utah plays Houston basketball today. Houston's good. 
but Utah won last night. So Sean Jenkins, what's up, Sean? So are you having stuffed sea bass for Thanksgiving? I don't remember. We're going to a, um, it's a luau the day after Thanksgiving. I believe it is. Yes. We're going to a Thanksgiving dinner. I don't remember what we're doing. We're on Oahu. So how bad can it be? Right. Uh, mom won't let me Gumby fresh. Oh, out. please. You know, tell your mama what you know, send her my way. I'll change her mind. Uh, where will I go to get accurate breaking news? Yeah, it's it's tough. Again, members only group. Can you really go a week without Victor updates? Yes. Yeah, actually, dude, we can. Yeah, because the gap between Victor and Chet for rookie of the year. If Chet would can get, you measure it? If, if OKC would get Chet 12 shots a game. The usage rate percentage. Victor Wamba, you want to know how Victor Wambanyama is an earth-shattering 31% of the offense in San Antonio, which I think is an all-time record in the NBA for rookie usage percentage. And he, that, riding the roller coaster, man. Victor Wambanyama is going to be a great player. You can't use him 31%. Yeah, usage rate needs to go down if you want to win. I said 31%. It's too much. That's wild. That is, I think that's Chat and Giddy combined. I think that's first. That's the highest usage rate for a rookie. I think in NBA history, thirty-one percent. LeBron's not even thirty-one percent as a rookie. I mean, he takes three out of every ten of their shots. That's crazy. If you're giving Chet Holmgren seven shots a game, you got to do better than that. Absolutely, you got to do better than that. Jay Bohan, uh, Brandon, excuse me. LG, while you're all gone, I'll have to settle for ESPN YouTube. Yes. We will um, be doing shorts and we will be putting content in, in, in Instagram. It's going to be amazing. Uh, I paid for super chats when you were gone and you did not read them. Refund, damn it. Exactly. Nope. <laughs> exactly. Right. Better send those refunds. Uh, James Knight, why do I always feel you're referencing me, you jerk? Because you take everything personally, man. Yeah. You know, it's not always about you, dude. <laughs> it's not. Not just because we're talking. OKC doesn't mean we're like talking to you, man. But all due respect. Have fun with it. All Um, due respect. Bryce Martin, I'm going to burn my degrees to Two Holes University now. Oh, Beavers! I need my Beaver! 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 (laughs) Oregon State fans yesterday on the show were like, I'm so pissed that they did this. I, I'm, I'm I'm not renewing my season tickets and I'm burning my diploma. I knew today would be shitty. Why are you burning your diploma? Because they went and made a scheduling arrangement with the Mountain West. Yeah, that's what, embarrassing. It's not embarrassing, dude. You're gonna burn your diploma. Like, why? W- w- like, what are we doing, man? Why are we overreacting so much? Please, uh, Tanner Plummer. It's funny to see Jake getting pissed at people who are saying they're going to miss the show. <coughs> DR. Uh, Red Bull Coconut is slapper. I hate Red Bull. Yeah, I not even because it bucked up. But I can't Red Bull just I'm telling no, you horse face. Yeah, it's because of horse. <clears throat> Did you guys in the F1 race? I don't know how many F1 fans are here. I'm an F1 fan. We shut up. Thanks. Um <laughs> Carlos Signs from Ferrari is taking a warm-up lap in practice on the Las Vegas circuit. He hit a manhole cover. And actually, it wasn't a manhole cover. It was a drain. And it sheared off the floor of his car, destroying the Ferrari 
that he was driving. I'm for real. And they're like, oh, yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> the Las Vegas Grand Prix for F1 is going to be a disaster. Bro, they said the concrete didn't hold up. Dude. I, what? And it got George Ocon as well. Not to that level, but it did damage to his car. This is crazy. Jack Harrington, rising is going to transfer to LSU or Alabama. You watch. No, I'm telling you. And I know Texas fans all pissed about this. Arch Manning is going to transfer. And people are sending me. I've got three people tell me he's going to Arkansas. Arch Manning. Why the hell would he go to Arkansas, dude? Be better. And he nobody's going to Alabama. Jalen Milrow is the best quarterback, arguably, in the SEC. Daniels aside, because he's 100 pounds. Um, <laughs> I think Milrow, Milrow next year will certainly be the best quarterback in the league. Alabama doesn't need a quarterback. You look at LSU next year, LSU is going to need a quarterback. Absolutely. And I think you and everybody who was like, oh, I'm to Jackson Dart's transferring. Yeah, did anybody see that uh, he said he's coming back to the SIP next year? Mm. Sorry to break your, your balls on that. He's not transferring. He's not. I think that Arch Manning is somebody you should really watch. They just got another big-time quarterback recruit. Malik played instead of Arch, and now Quinn Ewers is coming back to Texas. Why would you stay there if you're Arch? If you're Arch Manning, why wouldn't you transfer and go somewhere where you can play immediately? That's the question that I have. It's just, hmm. Yeah, I don't know. OG Gary, how do you upgrade on the app? What do you mean, how do you upgrade? To members-only content. I don't know. Are you iOS or are you uh, Android? If you're iOS, I, you got to do it on, on yeah, a computer. desktop. I would love. It's terrible. I know. Uh, Kaufman, the members only group is bomb. Thank you. Elaine Tran, Victor, good, but he has his weaknesses. Right now he does. Victor's going to be amazing. Uh, I, I don't have any hesitation about, about Victor Wambanyama. The guy's going to be a star, but he's going to have to stay healthy and build his body. And he's going to have to do something other than shoot a three-pointer or go tip dunk. He has not been able to, because he's just so damn long, he's not been able to ball handle around guys like he did in, in France. Can you measure it? Because you're not going to do that in this league. And like Chet Holmgren's in the same place. There's that video going around Insta Snap Face today where Chet tried to post up on CP3 and Chris Paul handled Chet because Chet doesn't have a shot where he can just turn around and go over midget dudes like, no, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. Chet needed to roll to the baseline there off his shoulder and just didn't do it for whatever reason. I mean, he's he needs to be able to shoot over guys like Blake Corum. There, I said, my thing. I said it. See, you know, and you want people to grow up and you're out here talking about short guys and big loads. Like, what do you want people to do? You know, uh, James Knight, newsflash, Monty. Every player on OKC roster can't get 30. Like, God, God, can you hear me? Can, can you please reach out to James and let him know it's not personal? And it has nothing to do with every guy on the roster getting 30. Nobody gives a damn about oh, the bench me. warmers. Why can't you just embrace the fact that Chet Holmgren's your second best player and he took seven shots last night? I want better fucking execution. Why is that some personal attack where you're like, get Robert Fowler. Are you guys going to be around where the fires were? No, that was in on Maui. Usually we go to Maui, but this year we're going to Oahu. Uh, we planned that trip way before the fires. Uh, I might start posting videos of me hopped up on meds while in the hospital soon in group chat. Very saucy. Are you going okay? To the is hospital? a hell of a drug. Why are you going to the hospital, dude? 
What? Uh, Elaine Tran, how about the Houston Rockets? Getting better. Yudoka, dude. Getting better. Right. Fred Van Vliet. Actually a professional basketball team now. Uh, Kaufman says, OG Gary, go to settings and subscriptions and upgrade there. Oh, I appreciate that. Uh, Brandon Butler, I can see Cam Rising coming back to work at Utah as a QB coach. I think he'll come back next year and play. That's what my opinion is. That's my opinion. Big Daddy Magic. I'm best friends with Cam Rising. I'll send you all my video with him. Okay. Okay. Uh, LeBron is finally having to give a team to AD. Uh, and that's why they look like the old Pelicans team. You know what's interesting about Anthony Davis? Well, he's hurt all the time, number one. Number two, he's just not as good as he was. And I watch pretty much every Laker game, and Anthony Davis just – there's something different now. That that saucy touch that he's always had is gone. Like, he's not that guy anymore. And I don't know if it's the injuries taking a toll. He's dealing with this hip abductor thing now. Maybe it's the injuries taking a toll. He says he just played poorly the other night. I say you're just not the same guy in my mind. Yeah. Uh, but D, in 10 years, the Pac-2 will have the most crazy and fun college football. I hope you're right. Merge with the Mountain West. End of story. That's what I think. Uh, forest for the trees. Not embarrassed to say you will burn your diploma, but embarrassed because of the schedule. Dumbassery in a nutshell. Facts. What Facts. Are you, what are you doing? And did you think it would fix people's perception of you that you're threatening to, again, hey, we're going to go to court and then you don't do it. I'm going to burn my diploma and then you don't do it. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. OG Gary, Arch is coming to LSU. Elaine Tran, Arch is going to LSU. Hey, man. You if you're what you want, if you're Steve Sarkeesian, have you handled Arch Manning poorly? No, I don't think you have. I don't think you have. Yeah, your job is to win football games, not appease rookies. And the best guy to win football games this year is very, very queerly, queerly, very clearly been Quinn Ewers. <laughs> very clearly. Correct. I think the thing that Texas fans, and I know you're going to lose your mind on Twitter. The thing that Texas fans don't want to embrace is that Arch Manning doesn't have to sit. He can go to pretty much any program that needs a quarterback and they will make him a starter. Plain and simple. I think if Jackson Dart wasn't at Old Miss, I think he'd be going to Old Miss. Absolutely. The problem is LSU needs a quarterback. And Brian Kelly, Brian Kelly has been pretty good with quarterbacks. And I if I if that's at all a possibility, how does Arch Manning not explore that? Because you're not going to play next year. And I think we all knew, and this isn't, oh, I'm so smart. You knew he was never going to take a snap this year. You knew that Murphy was going to get the opportunity, and he did. And he was okay. But they were going to save Arch's eligibility because Texas with Arch, they're in the long run here with Arch. Arch is, I need somewhere I can go and be the starter for three years. And I think that's what you're going to see. He's going to transfer. He is He is going to transfer. Too much opportunity out there. Gumby fresh out. Arch is going to LSU. You know, um, it just is what it is. Uh, Big Daddy Magic. Oh, can I can't talk about Victor in two weeks. I kind of got a job with the Utah Jazz. Okay. Cool, man. Okay. You know. 
Uh, Jack Harrington, our, uh, James Harden is a curse to the Clippers. They are 0-5 with him so far, and he trimmed his beard. Did you guys yeah, see that? Yeah, uh, it's been the James Larden experience so far. Larden, please. Dakota Tubbs, what about Arch going to USC? Lincoln is also known for pumping out quarterbacks. If I'm Arch Manning, I look at it. You're going to the Big Ten. You're going to be on huge games for them. Absolutely. Uh, Jay says, Arch to Michigan, you know how great he could be knowing the defense, what the defense is called. <laughs> Damn. Damn. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, let's run through a couple of more games because we, we've we just been kind of talking college football, which is great. Uh, prediction time, Utah, Arizona. Uh, Cats are a one-point favorite. 46.5 is the number. Um, I have to I have to take the fighting Fafitas. And I know that that is, again, I get it. You're going to be pissed about that. And maybe you should be, but I look at this, I look at this and I say to myself, I don't, I don't exactly know how you are Utah and you're going to go to Tuxin and win because the offense has been bad. If we're just being brutally honest, the offense has been bad. And, and you look at the fact that they're both seven and three. It's feast or famine for the Utes, Utes in passing and in running. And I think when you look at Arizona, the, the problem here is it's not that the pig farmer can't throw. It's not that Bryson Barnes is a bad quarterback. Mm -hmm. You don't have the weapons you need to create opportunities for him to have clear passing opportunities. I think that's been a huge problem. Um, Arizona's won four straight games. And I think that is that they're playing exceptionally well. I think they're in the middle of this $240 million nightmare. And I think they know it might be now or never. And I think there's a real chance. Mathematically, they're alive for the Pac-12 championship game. I think that they have something to really play for. And I think that when, when you look at Noah Fafita and 78% completion... <sighs> I, I I mean, he is just the real next level. I, I, I'm telling you, he's not Bo Nix. He, I don't think he's Michael Penix, but he is, he is Noah Fafita. And if we're looking at this game, this is one of those games where you feel like this is probably, I mean, most people, the, the score most people have is 27, 23. I think it's going to be far less scoring than that. I think this is a 21-17 type game, and that's why I got to take Arizona because I think Fafita doesn't turn the ball over. He's an incredible, incredibly accurate passer. And I think with a one-point line, which I agree with, I think you got to take Arizona, and I think you got to go under the 45. Absolutely. I, I think that, you know, to beat Utah's defense, you got to be an accurate passer. You have to be because they're disciplined in the scheme. You know, you're going to have opportunities, but you're going to have to work with the opportunities that they choose to give you because Correct. they're a great defense. So, no, Fafita is that guy. He's the guy that can recognize the opportunity, fit it into a window, and move the football down the field. Now, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that Arizona is somehow going to come out with some crazy performance and put up 30 on Utah, but I do think 27 points for Arizona this week is not out of the question. And, and I think that because I feel good about the fact that Bryson Barnes will turn it over. I have no doubt about that. I feel good about 27 points for Arizona because Utah's lost two of their last three and have looked kind of bad doing it. And I think this is a road game for Utah. Yes. So you're not playing at elevation. You're obviously playing in Tucson. 
So to me, I, yeah, I think Arizona should win this game, in my opinion, because Utah doesn't have offensive firepower to keep up. And I think this is one where Fafita can be, dude, if Fafita's 70% in this game, this game's over. Uh, uh, but Utah's defense, I would expect to keep him 66, 67%. And if that happens, uh, you know, you're, again, 27 points. And I think Utah, the top of the mountain for them this week would be 24 points. Bottom line, Utah doesn't run the ball well enough. They don't throw the ball well enough. And these two defenses are going to run their faces into each other. And Arizona is going to get a turnover late. It's been an Achilles 10-4 and four for Utah. I, I like in a one-score game a late turnover out of Utah, and I think they win the game. I think Arizona wins the game on a late turnover. Absolutely. Uh, Derek Roche, Pig Farmer and Company putting up 35-plus. Not in Tucson on that defense. And I would really, really encourage you to look at that defense because they are very, very good. Very, very good. Uh, Arizona calling SMU about a long-term loan. Seriously. Seriously. Uh, Jay says Utah 24-21 on a last-second field goal. Uh, Mike Smith, Furfita in the name game song. Go. Fee-fi-fo-fam, fananorama fo-fam. Fee-fi-fo-fam, Furfita. Any day, man. There is nobody better at just coming up with song lyrics in the middle of a song than, <laughs> than such as in like myself. There is nobody. Such as in like? My, such as in like myself. Me. OG Gary, 35-36 Utah. I, you're telling me this is going to be a 70-point game. Dude, you really, you really need to lay off the 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 the, the smelling salts. You want to bet some super chicks on that score? Um. Over under 70, Gary. You want to bet you want to bet your Vegas that? eligibility on that? I don't think you, you know. Do. Uh, speaking transfers, I think Barnes uh, could do pretty well at Utah State. Damn. That's you being an a-hole. Hey, man. Can't cut it at Utah. Might as well go to Utah State. You know. Mm. You mean Scott Barnes or Bryson Barnes? Scott Barnes used to. Never mind. Anyway. Um... James Knight, you trying to piss off Utah fans again, Monty? No, I'll stick with OKC fans. Uh, Bryce Martin, if Arizona win, does it count as their first win in the Big 12? <laughs> There's not much on the line in this game, frankly. I mean, Arizona percentage is alive. But I think these two teams are going to be really difficult to deal with in the Big 12 next year. Uh, I think. Uh, Mike Smith, world-renowned pisser offer. Absolutely. This guy. Uh, OG Gary over under at 70. Yeah. I'll bet Vegas and super chicks on that. So you're taking over 70. In the I Arizona just want to be game. clear. Cause I don't want any recanting, uh, on the, you are, the, you, you know. are, you are saying that the Arizona Utah game total goes over 70. And if it does, you're eligible to win the trip to Las Vegas. Don't lie to me. I'm not saying we're giving it to you. You're eligible to win the trip. If it goes under, you're not eligible and you owe me super chicks. Us. What do you mean, us? It was my idea. No, it was not. The Vegas eligibility was my right. idea. Okay, great. He'll take you to Vegas and you guys can <laughs> cuddle. He's buying fat ass Dude, some super chips. Right, and I'm fat ass. Well, you are all team fat ass. What's up, big bro? You know, it is what it is. Dakota Tubbs, let's go, OG. Give me that trip and I'm going to wear my chief stuff to that Raider game. <laughs> <laughs> we have a big amount of, we have a big amount of entries large into the Vegas trip. Soundsleepmedical.com. You want to go to now, granted you guys, we're giving you a $200 gas card, visa gift card to get you there. 
And obviously, if you're in Nevada, we have a lot of people that live in Nevada. Arizona is a huge market. L.A., Southern California, um, Utah. Okay, great. If you're in Utah, you got to go to Sound Sleep Medical. All right. And you go in any of their clinics from St. George all the way up to, to the, the Northern Territories. You go online, sign up for the free sleep evaluation. They give you a little kit. You take it home. You do it, and then you go back in for your evaluation. And my point is, if you're a member of the members only content, that gets you 25 to one entries. If you're just a $1.99 member, that gets you 10 to one entries. And we have a lot of people who aren't members at all that entered. So it's going to be interesting. A week from Monday, we'll announce the winner. We will announce the winner. You know what we've learned, by the way, by the way, by the way, Big, big, big shout out to all of our friends in the great state of Washington. Washington. We have a lot of Seattle area Washington listeners. The PNW. Did not realize that we had such a following in Seattle. So appreciate you guys in Seattle uh, being on the show. Um, Brad, I don't think Utah is on the downtrend. Had a chance at a great Washington team. Utah wins by a touchdown. I don't think they're on a downtrend. I, I think Utah's success is very matchup based. And I, I look at Washington plays in their hands because that secondary at Utah is really good. I look at the mistake that Bryson Barnes made. Cam Rising doesn't make that mistake. I also look at Arizona and Noah Furfita um, <laughs> is very good. He is a game changer. He is, he may be the most difficult quarterback to defend that that Utah is going to face this year. Because you know what Bo Nix is, and he's just better than you. You know what Michael Penix is, he was just better than you. I don't think you understand how dynamic Noah Fafita is. And he is teaching people some very difficult lessons in this league this year. And I think his advantage is he's going to the Big 12 next year. And there's a ton of tape on him now. But Fafita, the thing that he does that just breaks your balls is he's really accurate. And he's accurate under pressure. He moves well for the purpose of throwing the football. Like the, the kid is just difficult to deal with. Yes. Um, James Knight, don't you realize Monty has lost a shipload of weight? And no, he didn't clip his toenails. Well, I can clip my toenails, but. Not really sure what that has to do with I anything. have no idea. Yeah, Gumby fresh out. Para El Camino. Okay. 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 I mean, that's fine. Uh, Gumby fresh out. Don't you mean first all team fat ass? James Harden is. Yes. Yeah. You know, you know, um, Derek Roche. I want to take that bet too. Okay. So let me just clarify. Yeah. This. I don't want any nonsense, dude. You're saying that the Arizona Utah game is going to go over 70. And if it doesn't, you're going to buy me super chick us. <laughs> me. There's only two O's in good And that's choice. how I look at it. That's what you're saying. And we were saying that. that. So that game's not going over 70. No. It's not going over 70. Hell man. no. Uh, Mike Smith, I tried to do a sleep study in Utah from West Virginia by using my VPN. It did not work. Well, there's always plane travel. Yeah. James Knight, Tanner is banned from winning any upcoming competitions. We're not allowed to talk about Tanner Plummer on the show. You know that. We're, we're not. And as the koala king, I don't appreciate, you know, this this stirring of the pot trying to bait us into talking about Tanner and doing the voice. 
Um, Mike uh, read that one. Brad says, hmm, appreciate the answer, Monty. I will factor that into my bets. I believe Kyle will be ready. I oh, think. we don't bet. We just have positions. We have positions. Yeah, we don't bet, positions. dude. Relax. Uh, I would agree that Kyle Winningham's always ready. I think you're exactly right, Brad. He's ready. CKS, wait, Knicks versus Barnes, Penix versus Barnes. I think you learned a tough lesson. <laughs> that Bo's, Bo's Knicks is really good. And Michael Penn, I think Bo Nix is having the best year he's ever had. Why do they keep showing the Andrews ankle injury last night in the, in the game? <coughs> Mark Andrews, I think his leg broke in half last night. That was the one fact of the, that he walked off is wild. Oh, it's so bad. Um, yeah. James Knight, don't bet with these hacks because we expect you to pay your bets. Yeah, you would know about not paying bets, though, wouldn't you? Your first team all recant, aren't you? The Peaky Blinders always pay their bets. <laughs> James Knight still owes us a case of Forex Gold Summer Ale. This case. And he's, he's never. Oh, they're never going to trade Joe Ingles. This case is empty. Empty. The opposite of full. If I lose both of you super chicks, and if I lose my Vegas entry, if I win, I need way more than 10 to 1 or 25 to 1. It is what it is. You don't get an unfair yeah, there's advantage. no, There's no way more than 10 to 1 or 25 to 1. Get, first of all, if you want any sniff at 25 to 1, get your ass in the members only chat, number one. Number two, <laughs> this, is, this is not about getting 50 to 1. This is about keeping your eligibility. Don't try to spin it, Mr. Defender of Harbaugh. James Knight. Oh, so when Tanner stirs the pot, it's fair game. It's what you guys are saying, Junior. What you're saying, Junior? Who's Junior? Yeah, I don't know who Junior is, but no, Tanner. Tanner used to be a huge star on this show, Tanner Plummer, and so he used to take a lot of heat for it, and he got upset about it. He didn't like. He didn't like that. He didn't like it. Kevin the Destroyer, Hazel Rocket. Why would you say that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to Hawaii to play three of the nicest courses in the world. Why, why would you say that? Yeah. All right. Uh, UCF at Texas Tech, our final game. Tech. How shocked were you guys about UCF last week? I don't know how you couldn't have been shocked. That was a performance, friends. And I think if you look at UCF and Texas Tech, that number is legitimately 60 and a half points. Wild. Wild. Why Texas Tech and UCF or how Texas Tech and UCF would stay oh, under the number? It's now been adjusted to 59 and a half. Oh, well, excuse me. Yeah. Tech minus two and a half, 59 and a half. Right. This is going to be wild. I think you look at this game. And I think that UCF is now understanding that it's great that you have a running quarterback, but he's got to throw the football effectively. And they are. UCF got past Cincinnati in a really nice game on the road. Right? But they dominated. Allie Gordon, oh my God, Heisman Trophy. <laughs> They dominated, they dominated New York City's own Ollie Gordon. <laughs> 45 to 3, and they held old Ollie to 25 yards. I'm a man. I think that you have to force Texas Tech's defense to stop the run, and then you got to beat them downfield. 
And the thing that really worries you is Texas Tech has not been great at forcing turnovers. So you have to win the turnover margin here. If you're UCF, you've got to go to Lubbock and you've got to eat tacos while forcing forcing turnovers and not turning the ball over. And you can't let Taj Brooks get crazy. Uh, you can't. That can't happen. I mean, you want to go and win on the road, stop the run. You stop the run, you're going to have a great chance of beating this team. Stop Texas Tech from running so that you can continue to hold your opponents under 50% passing. The magic number for UCF, and I'm not, I'm sure most people do not know this. UCF is 4 0 against teams that can't throw 53% or more against them. You have to force Texas Tech to throw the football because it leads to good things for UCF. The only way to do that is to limit their ability to run the football, especially if you're going to allow Texas Tech's offense to set an edge, you're going to be in trouble. You've got to play disciplined edge football if you're UCF. And I think if you do that, you're going to win. I think the Red Raiders have to be balanced. And I think you got to run the football well. And that's how you're going to beat UCF. That's a big question. The problem is UCF's not bad on the road at all. In fact, they're pretty good. I think that this comes down to who scores more. The first team to 35 is going to win the game. Absolutely. And this is one of those that I, you can count on this being a high scoring game. Yeah. I, I think that this is absolutely up and down the field type game, you know, big runs, you know, who, whoever, you know, obviously it goes without saying whoever scores more wins, but I think whoever really sets the tone in the first half and gets out with that, you know, 21 in the first half, 24 in the first half, that's the team that I feel like is going to control this game. Cause I, I really do believe it's a first half game. If you're going to come out here on the road and win a game, you got to establish the run, and then JRP's got to get going early. I think it's 31-24 UCF at mm. the half. Mm. No, I'm kidding. I think that... Two teams that are five wins. I, I don't know who's going to win this game. I I'm Obviously, I'm in the business of making predictions. I think UCF because I just think they're so potent, and they're coming off of a really, really good win at home. That's going to boost them on the road, and I think I've, I, I Joey needs this win. Let, well, let's not kid ourselves. You end the season with Texas, so this is your last best chance at being bowl eligible. And UCF ends the season with Houston, so UCF can still get the job done next week. But if you're Texas Tech, this is it. This is your season because you're not beating Texas. If you can get to to six and three in conference, Joey McGuire's in a very good place. If you finish the Big 12 four and five, Joey's on the hot seat, in my opinion. And I know that's crazy, and people are <coughs> going to say, you're wrong, Monty. <coughs> okay. They finish conference play with two straight losses, you're screwed. It's a bad spot. You won't be bowl eligible. You'll be sub 500 in a league, in a league that you were picked by some to win. I think at a minimum, this UCF game is a must win for Tech. I don't think anybody's going to bat an eye if UCF loses in Lubbock. I don't think they'll bat an eye. That's how it should go. But with how this Texas Tech team has gone about it, would anyone be surprised if you lost this game? It it the the biggest issue is you're facing probably the third best offense in the league at UCF. And now 
obviously they're the worst defense. And I think they're arguably Houston's there. I don't know. The worst defense in the league. Oklahoma State, depending on the week. Baylor's got to be there. Oklahoma State's given up 200 points. I think Baylor's got, I think UCF is one of the weaker defenses in this league. Absolutely. You got to score points. And I, again, I'll even say the first team to 31 points wins this game. And I think there's so much more in the line for tech. I think I got to take tech 35, 27. Yeah. You know, I think that it's, so you're taking tech to win this game. Yeah, I think so. I, I mean, it, 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 I think there's just too much on the line. And again, you're coming out of UCF with a win against Okie State. Oak State. Oak State. Um, I mean, obviously, you ruin the dreams of every, you know, Pokes fan and and getting Ollie Gordon to win the greatest college football running back in the history of mankind. That all went out the door last week at the bounce house. But mm-hmm. you're coming out of there with real confidence. The only thing I would say about this UCF team well, two things really. One, they're very inconsistent with how much they score. Win loss does not really decide how much they score. They're not one of those teams where it's like, oh, if they score twenty one, they win the game. That's not how no. it works for them. No. I mean, you look at, you know, you look at, you know, what what is this? Five straight losses through the middle of your year. Yes. You know, you put up thirty one on K State's defense, thirty five on Baylor, twenty two on Kansas, twenty nine on Oklahoma. You know, you you put up twenty eight at home versus West Virginia and lost. So the concerning thing is which defense is going to show up for UCF. Cause if I'm going to get, you know, the, the give up 41 to West Virginia at home defense, you're losing this game. But if I get, you know, the, the uh, defense against Oklahoma state last week, that only gave up three points. And I agree. Oklahoma state looked like trash, right? That was a trap game for them. I get it but you only gave up three points, then you're going to win this game. And and again, that's why I say, as usual in football, it comes down to, as you said, setting the edge and stopping the run. And if you do that, you're going to feel good. And if you do that, you're going to get more possessions. And that's why I would say, uh, if UCF is going to win this game, it's going to take 35, 38 points. Anything short of that, you're losing. And that's why I think you should probably take Tech. We were having such a good show. Oh, Jesus. Right? Like, this was a good show. We were relaxed. I can already smell. Maryland's like, going to win the game. That's my prediction. I Screw I, Michigan. I could smell the suntan lotion. <laughs> the coconut body wash on these nuts. Like, Okay, I, dude, bro, bro. See, again, you're trending back into load territory, and we can't do that. Uh, a lot. Like, I had Hawaii on the Coconut mind. oil on these nuts. Body wash. Um. You know, like I was, I was here for it. I was ready to ride no, off don't into tell the sunset. Me we have a Michigan update, dude. We're already I, eleven I, minutes I, overdue. I was ready for some, from some, you know, ahi. Like I already have one foot on the plane, and you're throwing Michigan you updates know, now. I was the hula girls were already getting their skirts ready for me. Like, you know, I felt like we were in a place where we were no longer in danger. And then Adam Rinberg had to tweet. You're so fucked. And he said that Jim Harbaugh's traveling to Maryland with the team. Harbaugh addressed the team and participated in the pregame prep last week at Penn State. He'll do the same this week before serving the second game of his suspension. 
Okay, I'm confused. What suspension? <laughs> this is a joke. This is a joke. This is not a suspension. Jim Harbaugh has not been penalized by the Big Ten for anything. This is a joke. The Big Ten... I get it. You suspended him for three days. He's he's going with the team. He will address them on game day. I thought he's not supposed to be around or in the building. This is a joke. This is a joke now. I am full in rooting for the Maryland Terrapins. Absolutely. I, I just, this is so annoying to me. This it, it, Free it, pass city, dude. This is the, this is the worst suspension, non-suspension I've ever seen. It, it is so annoying to I me. I agree. It's not a suspension. It's not. It's a, hey, what we, a joke. we suspended him so we could chill the media out, but it's not a suspension. What a joke. All right, before we leave, we're going to Hawaii. So, Jake, you're bringing your girlfriend to Hawaii. Now, the last girlfriend, relax, the last <laughs> girlfriend you brought to Hawaii turned out to be a flipping dumpster. Fire. This is a code 10 abort. Are we expecting the same type of meltdown disaster this time as last time? No. No, this trip's going to go good. I'm excited about it. I'm not expecting any type of meltdown or, you know, any type of, uh, you know, issue. I don't know. No, I think we're in a good place. Okay. Yeah, I think I th I would not expect a uh, a meltdown. Absolutely not. So what are we most looking forward to? You, you, you first, young lady. What are you most looking yeah, for? Yeah, I'm, oh, no. I'm, I'm mostly. About your, okay, wait. I, what are you most looking forward to? And is it tied to your young lady? You know, these guys are going to come uh a lot i can't it's friday i think I i've hit it every time i can't speak at all i'm a mess i'm most looking forward yes to ripping it down the fairway with the ocean on the right yeah we're going to play the kaneohe clipper golf course clipper uh it is a military base uh military golf course and it is on the ocean uh the back nine has several ocean holes and I'm looking forward to that. The 13th at uh, the Clipper. Bomb. That's a drive. I'm hoping to hit a bomb. That's a drive I'm looking forward to. I am most looking forward to spending some quality time with my wife. She is amazing. She has earned this trip. Um, And I am looking forward to seeing her sun-kissed and in the water. And I'm looking forward to holding hands while we snorkel and... I'm looking forward to great meals and road trips. And yeah, golf's a big part of it. I cannot wait to play Turtle Bay. Uh, Excited to snorkel as well? I am. I am. Uh, I'm looking forward. We, we are, we have a really nice boat booked. So I'm looking forward to that. Like there's a lot of, I'm looking forward to smelling the coconut. Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to smelling the. I'll be honest. The, the I, freshness of the air in Hawaii. My biggest thing is not having to work on this trip. That's my biggest thing. Yeah, we have not had a non-working trip in quite a long time. In quite a long time. Um, I just am really looking forward to... I'm looking forward to all of that. Um, the golf is amazing, obviously. The meals are amazing, obviously. We're going to a luau, obviously. Mm -hmm. But I'm just looking forward to sharing quiet personal time with Mrs. Monty. I am really looking forward to not bringing my phone everywhere we go. 
Uh, I am looking forward to not giving a damn about what's going on in the world outside Screw of my, Michigan, outside of my golf swing and what I'm going to order for dinner right in front of me. And I'm really looking forward to being present. Like I, I am, I am adamant on this trip. Yes, we will have our phones because we need to take video and all that good tax write-off stuff, but I'm looking forward to not worrying about social media. Last time I, we went to Hawaii, I did it for like three days. And I had like a thousand notifications on Twitter <laughs> and I don't care. I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to not talking about Jim Harbaugh for a week. Absolutely. If we're being honest. Absolutely. So I am not, I, I'm stoked. You know, we're staying in a really nice villa. Um, and I'm looking forward to quality dinners, making, I'm going to eat the hell out of some oats. Cause that's wow. what I do. Apparently things don't change. I'm going to exhaust quite a bit, uh, -huh. uh, but I'm looking forward to, I'm just looking forward to checking out. Yeah. You gotta, gotta change the vibes, you know, just gotta chill. Just relax. We're good. Just hanging out, you know, and then we get to come back to winter and that'll be great. It's going to be cold when we get back. It's going to be cold when we get back. But I mean, certainly the thing that we always talk about is what we're thankful for this time of year. And, uh, really thankful for people like the advocates and heroes of hope that are are doing things that I wish I could do, uh, which is helping people that are less fortunate um, to have the holidays. And before we get out of here, I just want to encourage you guys, if you have it in your heart, you have it in your wallet, I'm asking you to donate to the advocates, advocates donations, advocates donations on Venmo, a dollar, five dollars, a million dollars, whatever you have. Please consider it because there's a lot of people that are struggling right now and they could use your help. And if you have $5 and you send it to the advocates on Venmo, advocates donations on Venmo, I would appreciate if you put Monty Thanksgiving. That'd be great. Or just put Thanksgiving or put Heroes of Hope. But if you can say, hey, Monty Thanksgiving, that'd be perfect. Because it makes a difference for our show, number one. But for people in the world, number two, man, like, and really, they're number one. There's so many people this Thanksgiving that won't have turkey, won't have mashed potatoes, won't have the things we all take for granted, won't be in Hawaii on the beach, won't be at a luau on, on, on Oahu. Like, we're really fortunate. And the other thing I would remind you of today is that, number one, uh, OG Gary is now a members well, of the member-only well, content. Well. Which we are very thankful for. I see what you did there. You had to be last one in. I see what you did. We had to be, we obviously, we have to be thankful for that. So thank you. I'll look forward to revoking your eligibility when we get back. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's one way to go about it. Uh, but obviously the thing that we are most thankful for is every one of you who watches this show, who sends us messages, who's in our membership, who supports our, our partners on the show, you know, people like fucked up the advocates, tridaytrading.com. Uh, you know, plays prize picks with us using the promo code Monty, Sound Sleep Medical, like all those guys that make this show go round and round, you guys make that happen. And I'm just really thankful for you. And I appreciate that you're here. I appreciate that you care what we have to say every day. And I appreciate that you'll be back a week from Monday when we're back after Thanksgiving, when we'll announce the winner of our trip to Las Vegas. Yes. And OG Gary, I hope it's you. And everybody else who's entered, I hope it's you. It's not going to be because OG Gary's going to be disqualified because he's trying to get like 150 to one odds because the Arizona Utah game's going under 70. Yes, it is. Just 
the reality of the sitch. The hats. You know. Love, uh. every, love every one of you. Until next Monday, say goodbye, Jake. Goodbye, Jake.